wait for it and awesome welcome thank you very much to everyone joining in today this is shadow legends assemble episode number four i am your host the saffron man and uh, we have got some juicy topics for you guys today um we have, well, let me just jump right into like um who we have with us okay quick introduction uh, and then we'll get right in you know him you love him we're keeping him up all night it's stew gaming how are you doing sir I'm doing great, the Saffron man. Thank you so much for having me. I see I'm with some excellent people here. This is actually going to be a really fun podcast. Awesome, man. It's great to have you as always, and thanks again for staying up. It's a it's a pleasure to have you, man. Um, and uh, okay, Cold Brew Gaming, how are you doing, man? You're always a busy bee. What have you been up to this week, man? <laughs> uh, all good, all good. Um, yeah, nothing much really. Just the the lockdown has me forced inside. Right. I do some raid Shadow Legends. I do some streaming. I do what I can, man. Mate. What about you? Uh, mate, we've uh, we've done quite a lot on the channel. Like we uh, we've raided a couple of musicians now on the channel, like outside of raid and stuff. And uh, yeah, we've kind of had a good time this week. But um, yeah, mate, it's great. great. Um, uh, it's great to have you with us today. And mate, I don't know how you make the time to turn up, but it's great to have you. Hell, Hades, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks, mate. Pretty well. Pretty busy week, but um, yeah, good week actually. Good week. I've been diving into faction wars this week, which has been actually really good fun. Right. Um, it's one of those things like when you actually play the game it's amazing how fun the game can be i think so, uh, uh, yeah it's been cool yeah we were kind of like talking um off stream uh with through gaming about uh faction wars and the skull lord a little bit so maybe we can jump into that a little bit um let me just uh slide this into the live section one second um okay boom so we can all see us on chat now okay perfect um so kind of what i want to start off today is like the news and announcements that we've had um so it's not really been that many news and announcements but we've got the the delayed announcement of the battle pass so the battle pass was due out on 1.15 they mentioned um and now it's um <clears throat> it's not going to be in that patch so everyone was really excited for the battle pass when the battle pass was coming to the close or oh, even when the battle pass started out people were questioning when the next battle pass was going to be because they were enjoying it so much or maybe not right at the start because of all the issues but i mean as people started using the battle pass and really enjoying it they they were already anticipating the second one um i mean how how is that really going to affect you guys personally were you really looking forward to it well was you disappointed should like we've had lots of good updates and quality of life stuff and as we mentioned last week we feel like they've turned the corner is this like another step back or is this just one of those things that happens um who wants to kick us off i'll go if you want um okay. so, so i so i think is it a step backwards i, I think it's actually just a, a kind of sign of a lack of preparation right, right. so as soon as one as soon as battle pass one finished they should just be having the next one lined up that's right. that's the way it should be with that type of content because yeah. I, and, and they don't actually need tons of new champions in it they actually they could just have some good in-game resources books um you know silver drops energy drops shard drops whatever it is gear drops glyphs there's so much stuff in this game that can go into battle pass it doesn't have to be brand new champions and I think if it's been delayed, it's probably because they've got new champions that were going to be part of that pack. Were there um, any books in this last one? Were there any books at all? I think there were a couple of epics. Yeah, there were a couple of yeah, yeah, legendary ones yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but for me, I, I don't think it's a step backwards for the game. I actually feel like some of the stuff they've already talked about in 1.15 sounds good. Mm -hmm. and And I know there's other stuff that they haven't dropped yet. So I feel like 1.15 still could be a pretty good patch um but i for me if i'm if i'm in the hot seat here 
and I'm talking to the guys back in the office, I say, look, why don't you just release it, but but cut back on the champions because it should be an easy release at that point. So I, I feel I feel like it's a bit of a miss from them yeah. um, to to keep that momentum going and that kind of positivity. But you know, it's I, I wouldn't say it's a step back for the game. I just feel like it's a it's a poor um, poor decision basically. I agree. I mean, Carl Brew, you got anything to add to that at all? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think in my opinion they shouldn't even worry about it. They should have the the, the set to release every single month. Yeah. Every single, you know, two months, three months period, whatever it is. And they can even have champions that are already in the game. We don't need new champions each time. Uh, like, for example, like a counter-attack champion, have a skull crusher at the end. That would be amazing for so many people who have, like, difficulty. Hey, what an idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many ideas that you can implement to the game. They just, yeah. I think we were talking about that with the login system. So, like, when they removed the the first login system and we had to, like, wait months for the second one, we were just saying you don't have to add characters in each each login system. Just add a little something for people to log into each day and that will keep them coming back, you know? Um, so, yeah, they don't have to add new characters each time. I mean, just that something, um, another book or something would be really helpful, you know? Um, Stu, was you really looking forward to the second Battle Pass, mate? I was. I was looking for the battle pass, and like Haiti said, they should have already had it lined up. I don't mind like a week wait. Give a week if it's somebody wants to have a little bit of relaxation so you don't have to do the daily, the weekly, and be on top of it all the time. But they definitely should have had it already prepared. And again, they're, they're trying to catch up. They, they want to do a update every month. That's what, the, that's what their whole new plan is, an yeah. update every month. And to stick to that, I think they had to pull away from the battle pass, pull it out of the build that they're doing right now to make sure that they could get to that one month of giving us a 1.15. Yep. So I understand they had to pull it out, but again, it should have been something that should have already been lined up, should have been ready. And yeah, we don't we don't have to have a whole bunch of champions like we had in this one. We had, I don't know, maybe five or six or however many there were. There were a lot of champions in there, yep. maybe even more with the Bears, but there could be just you know one legendary champion at the end and maybe like one epic in the middle mm-hmm. or just one champion altogether for the whole thing. And if they weren't ready, maybe they could have made it shorter. And, and again, definitely fill it full of books. Books are always a good thing for people to do. But I think it's fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to have a little, a little, um, you know, achievement to do every day and every week to get on there and do it. As long as they're not crazy. And I think they've learned a lot from doing this first one. How how about this for a positive thought? How about they've intentionally delayed it to bring it in tie with a new faction? With a new faction, are we going to get a new faction in one point one five? Well, no, not what. So they've delayed the fa- the battle pass, right? So it's not oh, going after, to be a one point right. five. So uh, maybe they're trying to speed up the new faction, like I was it the Asian Ninja Warrior that's been teased, right? That faction. So maybe they're trying to save that battle pass for for that or something. You know, I don't know. I'm just a positive twist. Maybe they're trying to tie in a couple of things together. You know, um, right? But maybe I don't know. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but we've also had some changes to Rotos, which was announced. Um, let me just uh, quickly get word for word what was said. Um, uh, so, yeah, hi, guys. Some of you already noticed um, that Rotos the Lost Groom doesn't get an extra turn um, after he counterattacks under the counterattack buff. There was a bug which allowed Rotos the Lost Groom to get an extra turn when he was not supposed to. We have fixed it in 1.14. Uh, guys, we do apologize for not letting you know sooner with the patch notes. Um, but yeah, so Rotos has changed. Um, has any of you guys kind of noticed that effect this week if, while using him? I wish I wish you guys could have seen the clip I've seen. I never knew that with Rotos, but everybody told me that it's been happening since he's been out. 
It has uh, Cold Brew, Hades, have you guys, when you were in Arena, did you ever get a counterattack by Rotos and he killed your whole team from that counterattack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would go yeah. crazy I, after that. After that, I didn't know that for like I I just found that out a week ago. Somebody showed me a clip, <laughs> and, you know, because I kill I kill him with an Ethwe. He's dead. He's dead. He's not coming back with an Ethwe done. But somebody showed me a clip, and I was like, oh hell no, that is broken. And they said that's yeah. been going on since it came out. Yeah, I definitely noticed he's he's been less busted. He's been definitely less busted. Definitely doing less kind of strings of attacks. I actually figured he was just doing less attacks because they did that nerf, nerf to Relentless. I didn't realize there was like a second part to it mm, that they, right. they'd fixed. So I figured it was just, okay, Relentless is not as effective anymore. So he's not getting quite as broken. But yeah, big difference to him, definitely. Well, I mean, when I saw that clip, it was it was unreal to me. It, it just blew my mind because nobody's ever supposed to counterattack and then start taking turns. <laughs> like just start... Start going off on your, especially somebody that strong. Nobody does that. It was just like a broken mechanic yeah. that immediately you could tell that hey, nobody has ever done this in the whole lifetime of the game. What is this guy doing? It was pretty wild. Yeah, because you know he's got something written into one of his passives, like he cuts in. Yeah, if he takes a big hit, he cuts in. I thought that's mm -hmm. what was going on. I thought he was cutting in, and then he just go, starts going crazy. Um, so I didn't realize it was it was just busted. <laughs> I thought he was busted, not like a mechanic was busted. Right. Well, yeah. he, he he is pretty busted too. But but yeah, it yeah. says he counterattacks, and whenever whenever it's a counterattack, people don't take turns after a counterattack. Not like that. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so, that's, so, oh, so when Tormin first came out, literally everyone when they got him, they were just like it was so busted. Everyone was using him. Rotos is basically the same thing. Like. Uh, so I need to cough or something. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, everyone's yeah. been using Rotos, like, and he has been, just been wild. Um, he will just get one turn and take out, like, like, just everyone sometimes. And I did campaign, nightmare campaign. He had thirteen turns in a in a row. Like, um, he's just yeah, proper broken still, really, honestly. If I'm being brilliant, he's great fun to use, but I don't know. I'm great. Yeah, I'm well, I, I pulled. You know, we had the double chances last week. Um, I pulled a second Rotus, and I've leveled him up straight away. I've literally got two in my arena team right now. It's just so. Once you start having a turn, the other team don't have a chance. Even now, even after they fixed him, he's still totally busted. Um, I, I am going to stick to my previous statement from last week. He's, he's still fine. <laughs> he's fun, yeah, he's fun. Uh, I, but I he's a fun one because he wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, so the change to the Rotos, I, you know. Uh, again, they mentioned that they should post that in the patch notes, and I think um, I think there's been a few changes um, throughout the game um, where they haven't mentioned it before that we've kind of found out. So hopefully they can be a bit more open with those patch notes, and that'd be great. Um, another thing that we've had, guys, is the ten times event for the high elves. We kind of got that going on right now, this second. We still got a day and seventeen hours um, going on. Um, so the boosts are from the Ancients and Sacreds, uh, we've got Lissandra, Royal Huntsman, from the Voids we've got Arbiter which you can do from the missions anyway but a second Arbiter maybe you want, I don't know. Um, we've got Zabelinor, Ethos which I've been putting like I, I got a couple of weeks ago and is literally just changed my account anyway for speedruns. Uh, Tayrell, everyone wants a Tayrell, basically a legend, as is Royal Guard. Thanazil was like my first ever healer as well so he has his uses. Uh, but yeah, so people have been uh, going crazy with the shard pools. How have you guys? Have you guys been putting any shards this week? Have you had any left from last week? 
That's that's okay. a question, isn't it? I mean, I, yeah. I've actually not pulled any, but I've got most of the good ones there already. So for me, it was a pretty easy pass. But I, I could, I, I think Plarium or Raid, whatever, they do a very good job of making these times ten events appealing, even though you completely know you shouldn't be pulling your shards. Right. I, I think they do a good job of it because they put out four or five champs, or now they've been putting out more than the sort of one. And there's always a mixture of champions that people just want, right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if I didn't have the champions I've got, I probably would pull shards, even though I know I shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know what the other guys have found. I, I've had a lot in my stream, actually, in fairness. I've had a lot of people asking to pull them. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? They're all drained, right? Everybody's drained out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from last week. Uh, I had, though, I had like three or four shards. I opened those and then I said, okay, ancient shards. <laughs> and then I said, okay, I'm not pulling any more, just saving them for next time. Mm. Yeah, when it yeah. when it kicked off, I did a stream right away to see if anybody wanted to do some summons. <laughs> uh, a, a couple of people were nice enough to buy the packs that came out, the chain packs. So yeah. we opened up 93, we opened up 97, and we got nothing. No, of course, 0.5% chance. What, what do you expect? And then we really didn't get that many high elves as well. And then we opened up somebody's 30 who had some, and we, we wound up getting Queen Eva. We didn't even get a high elf. And that was pretty much it. So... That's all I've had so far. I've had other people say they've they've gotten lucky, but ten times just isn't the best time to summon, regardless. And then right after a two times event, they're they're asking a lot, right? Yeah. Um, I've had some really. <clears throat> so I didn't get nothing on the last two times either, and I was pretty burned. So I decided to. I, I told chat I'm not I'm not using any shards for three months. Uh, in three months is going to be my birthday on 31st of July. It's going to be a Friday. I've saved up my shards for three months before when I passed on the Brachus fusion, um, and I opened them up at Christmas for Tormin and, and stuff like that. So I'm kind of going. I'm doing that right. I'm doing a shard sabbatical right now. I'm going through that. So I'm saving up everything. Uh, I do have most of these uh, characters anyway. But some of the chat they've literally had three voids. They've got an Ethos and an Arbiter and. Uh, like they've they've really got lucky for some reason. Some people have really got some decent characters out of these pools. But yeah, <clears throat> uh, this wasn't tempting enough for me to break my sabbatical at all. Um, but that's because just because I've been playing for such a long time, and I don't know. I can't see how many of those would change my account that much. Um, a secondary ethos would probably be pretty nuts. But um, yeah, uh, I, if you, I, yeah, I feel like. You know, if they did a counterattack, if they did all counterattack champions, Martyr, Valkyrie, and Skullcrusher, then they'd have a lot of sales. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They would like break they the just, bank, wouldn't they? They would absolutely right. break the bank, but, yeah. But if, if they did that once every two months, it, it can be an ongoing thing. I mean, if I see it again, that's okay. I don't have to summon during that time. I have all three, but I mean, for the players, right? And to make money, I don't see why you don't do that every every other month. Right. They could add it into the battle pass, like... Once you reach level 50, uh, it unlocks a one-day 10x. A one-day 10x? That'd be cool. Then they could save up and plan for it, too, like an actual 10x. But, man, coding for that would be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think mean... it's beyond I think it's beyond what they could do. <laughs> um, but in terms yeah. of the champions available, I mean, most of those are very, very useful, and they are enticing, as you'll say. So I'm sure many <clears throat> new players or you know, mid-game players in general are probably going to think, yeah, that would really help out and... Uh, I think it is like hell. I think it's a good move. It is a good move what they did, especially after the two times we're all drained out. Um, they are trying to get people um, invested in those characters, which I think is a great move, really, uh, from a market standpoint. Um, okay, so I feel like it's perhaps a bit soon though. Like right, one straight straight weekend after the next one. For me, 
there's zero chance I was buying any of these shards. Mm-hmm. Or if even if I did buy some, there was zero chance I'd be pulling them for this event. Like if there was a good deal out there, really good deal, then perhaps I'd be tempted, but not to pull for this. I'm just it'd be perhaps well, to restock. Um, so and on like top of that. Soon. Did you see any good deals? I mean, it was the chain deal that's terrible, right? Is is that one not good? How's that chain deal? I've not tried that chain deal actually. Yeah, I'm it's not okay, sure. It's okay, but there are much better ones. I um, I think that eventually come up like the monthly ones. Uh, right. You know, whatever they're called, I got the the fifty fifty dollar one. It yeah. Was good. Two secrets and a couple of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's things. right. So, yeah, yeah. I thought we'd see that. I thought we'd see those more often during this, for sure. At least one of those. Well, in terms of the timing of when it got released, they're, they're kind of known for doing that, right? Like we had the Harvest Jack fusion, it took a lot of resources, like the week after or something, we had the Baracus fusion, and we're like, what? And it's like the, the hardest fusion we've kind of ever had. And, um, and yeah, that, so yeah, they like to kind of do that. That is like one of their marketing things, though, you know? It's just um, they don't want us to save our resources or hoard our resources. They always want to give us a reason to spend them, you know? Yeah, um, definitely, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, that's great. So that's like basically the news and announcements that we've had so far. Um, one of the other topics I want to talk about today, um, um, or oh, a little bit later, we're going to go into favorite areas and activities of of our podcasters where they like to grind the game. Hopefully, we're going to talk about the music video competition because like the whole community seems to be getting very creative with that, uh, especially with everything that's going on. And we're going to try and talk about when is a good time to save shards. Maybe we can kind of talk about that now since we're talking about shards. Um, <clears throat> So when is a good time for a player to be saving shards? Um, should they be, uh, if they're like a new player, I've been literally recommending new players to kind of try and get lucky once to build your account around those characters and don't really start saving up uh, until like you're level 16 in dungeons and you have some team options and stuff. Um, but when do you guys recommend ca- uh, players to sort of save up on shards? If at all. Um, well, I mean, I think the best way to go is to save up your sacreds mm-hmm. and just keep opening those ancients and hopefully to get lucky, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the sacreds, I mean, the jump from six percent to twelve percent, I think it's it's it feels way way more um, than you know half percent to one percent on the ancients. So save up those sacreds, and if you get lucky there, if you have uh, like three or four sacreds saved up, you maybe get one legendary that's gonna be useful. Yeah, that's much better. But you know, it's all gambling with this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Stu, you ever decided to save up shards and stockpile? Yeah, it depends on the roster. Like, if you're a new player, you want to pull because you don't have a lot of champions. You might not have a lot to work with, and you want to see some new shiny stuff. I think that's everybody who plays the game starts the game. You never. I don't think there's anybody out there that would start this game and be like, "I'm not going to summon right away," you know, mm-hmm. or at least for a good month or two months. Yep. And you know, when we started, I didn't have this two times summon. So, like I said in my stream before, I don't even know how I got the legendary champions. I got it. You know, you had to get super lucky back then. You never had a two times. So now, if you have an established account and you're doing fairly well with it, I would always save to two times. Just hoard, yeah. always hoard. I, I know I used to be with uh, who was it, Xander Cage, and I used to email each other and say, "Look, we'd be in a support group. We tell each other, do not summon right now. Do not <laughs> summon. If you summon, you're dead to me." Yeah, we had our own don't summon support group, only summon during two times, and I think that's the that's the best policy to do. Awesome, Hades, you have a you have a stockpiled up, mate. Anything to add to all that? I, I think pretty similar to what she said. I, th- I think if you're early-ish game or kind of just pulling yourself into mid game, 
I'd probably still be summoning most of my shards. I'd, I'd be trying to, until you get to that point where you've pulled four or five champions that are going to make a difference to your kind of mid to end game. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't got that yet, then I feel like you need to keep going because otherwise you're investing in champions that you're probably not going to use in a month's time or two months' time. So for me, I'd be I'd be suggesting wait until you or pull until you get two, three, maybe even four champions that you're really comfortable to take to level 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, when you do get those champions come in, do a bit of research to make sure you're, you're leveling the right ones, obviously. So that's, that's the way I would do it. And then once you've got yourself a pretty stable roster, then it's all about waiting. But for me, I don't think just wait for the two times. I think make valid decisions on events generally. So if there's a summon rush, but it's not in the two times, but you can get yourself... A couple of legendary books and actually you you badly need those for a razin or something then i'd say that's a pretty genuine time to pull your shards right because quite often what people do is they get stacked out with these legendaries but they don't have any books and they can't actually make any use of these legendaries so for me it's actually why don't you pull at the time that's going to best improve your account like right now, if they did another times 10 Cfi, I would pull all my shards for that because <laughs> he would massively improve my account. Even though I know times 10 is not the time to pull, yeah. I would definitely do it personally because that would be best for my account. Uh, and the other day, there was like a summon rush where I think you get two or three legendary books. And for a lot of people, that would have been a better time to pull your shards than just going to try and gain more legendaries when you can't even book the ones you got. So I, I think, yeah, it's a little bit different by person for me yeah but um as a general good rule of thumb once you've hit mid to end game you should probably be a bit more of a hoarder than a a kind of just just burning whenever you can i'd say perfect okay so oh jeez cough today um so i kind of want to stick with you hades because we want to talk about the great hall next and my oh my did you do an account takeover uh, the other day uh, um, so yeah. I, i'm linking that um, in the chat right now uh, that is hell yeah, hades yeah. uh takeover right there and can i just say bud your your uh your your expression was just gold mate that was just 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 the deep <laughs> breath <sighs> yeah like just looking at mate that's uh, oh, that was perfect so i kind of want to talk about the great Hall. guys go check out that video and see what he was working with he's level 53 and literally it was bronze across the board and um <laughs> and it was i i can't yeah i couldn't I, I don't know what to say to that so um i kind of want to talk about how you guys kind of started off um with your great hall what was your priorities um and what are you building towards apart from just obviously global domination on that board um but yeah, like, and how not to do it on something um, like that guy there. Um, so, hey, should, that, I, yeah. should I kick off? Yeah, yeah. let's kick off with that experience and, and then maybe lead how you started off. Yeah, so I guess um, like it in terms of what I would do now if I was advising anybody, pretty much want to push your accuracy up early on. And, and accuracy gives you a best bang for buck in the Great Hall. It makes you able to use artifacts more effectively once you're starting to build for things like clan boss. Almost every champ, probably about 85% of champions, maybe more than that in this game, have some sort of debuff or um, turn meter control, something which is going to dramatically improve your ability to clear stuff. And if you do not have high enough accuracy, they don't work, those moves don't work, which makes the champions pretty useless. Like, just kicking damage out of, of champions does not help you. So once once I'd say, once you've got accuracy to a good place, 
my personal thing is to say get one of these one ones up to 10 as soon as you can to do the the uh, mission stuff but then i would go accuracy up to about six defense up to six crit damage up to six hp up to six and then i'd start working up from there um and the reason why i say that is because every champion in the game benefits from crit damage defense hp and accuracy whereas most or not most probably about half the champions in the game don't benefit at all from attack right. and that tends to be where people sort of seem to focus their time if they're not clear on what they should do mm-hmm. so attack based champions are the only champions in the game that benefit at all from attack no one else does so don't put any time there at all uh, until you're kind of in late game um, so yeah that's, that's what i would do what did i do I pretty much did that because I was quite good at just researching and, and even though there wasn't that much content out when I started the game, I did kind of get snippets of, of direction. Mm. Um, but I probably, I probably started, if I'm honest, I probably started with attack and crit damage on my farmer yep. um, before I, I then kind of put in, put in a bit of a strategy around like longer term stuff. Yeah. Um... So, hmm. So, uh, Cold Brew, how did you start off on your Great Hall, man? And did you kind of echo those? Did you, like, go really ham on, like, Void or something early on? Like, where did you start off in the Great Hall? No, no, I, I had... My Void was zero for, I think, until I reached uh, the ability to get Arbiter. Mm-hmm. I think my Void was just empty because I didn't have any good Void champions. I didn't even have Bellower. Mm-hmm. So I, my focus was mostly uh, Force and Magic, but Magic is where I got my first uh, level 10. On accuracy, yeah, yep. and but my first one was actually level six on critical damage, and then I went for accuracy. When I realized how much accuracy, um, how how big of a role it, it, it takes in beating the dungeons and also getting a good score on the clan boss, mm. like you need your debuffs to stick, and the easiest ways uh, with accuracy. So getting a banner, getting your accuracy, and then just one or two items with accuracy is enough to not get any resists. So, um, yeah. And after that, I'm just farming uh, gold for right now. Yeah. And just getting everything to blue. And then I'm sitting right now at 4,000 medals. And I'm, I'm thinking of which what? one's going to be my next one. <laughs> yeah. Why are you sitting at 4,000 medals? 4,000 medals? Yeah, I was, I was like waiting. Okay, I'm going to pull some shards. And if I get a good champion, I'm going to focus on that uh, affinity. And then I was like, okay, how high can I take this? And then I just kept taking it wow. higher and higher. <laughs> I think somebody somebody in chat here said also, what do you guys think about a one-time reset? Just um, to reset the Great Hall. So they've done that for the Masteries, right? And you can obviously pay 800 gems for the Masteries. That was a, that was a new addition. Um, so maybe uh, they previously said that they don't want to do that because there's no such thing as a wasted stat. At some point, you will be using that. Yeah, but um, they were just sending out a BS response. I, I mean... That's what wanna, they said, you know. Um, they didn't want to mess with it, right? They didn't want to... They were just too busy with other stuff. They didn't want to... They didn't want to put time and effort into that, I'm sure. Uh, but if you were to like, okay, so let's say we've been playing for a year, we, we get to, let's say we pay another 800 gems to reset it like one time or something, um, and then we literally just stock up and void, uh, we'll stock up on like spirit, like all the defense, we'll literally just do defense accuracy for everyone, probably crit damage, um, and it, we might break the game, no? Like, if it's a one-off so what i would say to that what would be very cool is 
you know the final reward on a battle pass one time is you know this magic item the the battle pass you got to pay for not the the free to play one mm. battle pass you got to pay for you got a one time great hall reset bang Ooh. and then all of a sudden you've got a really cool reason for everybody to get that battle pass not just uh, you know even like the long term players might pick that up that perhaps didn't need it I, I think that would be quite a nice idea. I, I think I think the people are going to get the battle pass no matter what's on it. Honestly, I think they're they're clucking just for that extra XP in the campaign, um, just so they can farm their ones and twos and extra one extra run less or so. I certainly am anyway. That was that was amazing. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I think maybe it could be good. Um, maybe I don't know how much. Um, I don't know how much they have to do to do it, but some kind of special item which we don't have before to reset the Great Hall, like for a battle pass, that could be really interesting, man. Um, Stu, any thoughts on that, buddy? What do you think on that one? They can they can make a straight monetization. I mean, they could just do a shop right here when we look into the shop where you buy things, and they could say reset the battle pass for four dollars and ninety nine cents. I mean, they could do that, or they can make it seem not so sleazy and put it in a deal like with the battle pass or with a regular deal that you see pop up. That way it doesn't seem like it's a complete sell. At least you get other things with it. But yeah, a one-time, and then obviously the only people that are going to take advantage of that are people who really know what they want, really know to reset it, because accuracy in the beginning, you, you really need it, because it's so hard to get a banner, right? It's yeah. so hard to get an accuracy banner, especially coming up. You have to farm forever. You're not ready to farm spiders. Spiders is crazy. It's not tuned at all for anybody you know new to the game. Yeah. Even, even coming up when they're doing everything else, it's just not tuned well. So for sure you want that accuracy in there, but they should they should really do it. There should be a reset. There should be a gym reset already in place. I think they just wanted to focus on other things, so they just brushed this off for now. So I don't see that coming, but for sure when you're doing your, do your accuracy up. That is, that is like like Haiti said, it's the most important thing. Every champion has an ability, and without this, they basically can't do it. Yeah. They're, they're, I, they're no good. Yeah, so I, I kind of started out and just got like four on everything, um, and then I'd focus on the magic champions because that's who I had. Um, and then I got 10 on accuracy for everyone. And now I'm starting to work on the defense. So it, it, I kind of like started on a, it evened out a little bit. Then yeah, focus on the accuracy, focus on the defense, definitely going to have attack going last. But, um, but yeah, it's a definitely don't do what that guy did in hell. Hayes video and just ignore it for 53 levels. Um, <laughs> he was already onto his like 180 day rewards guys like, he'd been playing the game for a while and i'm not even joking there wasn't anything above level three and most of it was level ones and twos i literally looked in it i, I didn't realize the face i was pulling until i put the video up and people were like check out <laughs> check out his face at two minutes some of those accounts i don't like though because i swear people don't really try hard enough like when we've gone in there and done account takeovers there's plenty of accounts that are old like that where they have 3,000 energy or 11,000 energy saved up and they just really don't play their account. Like they want us to do all the work and they just don't try hard. They want somebody else to do it for them and they're just logging in daily and they're not really doing their arena. They're not doing, you know what I'm saying? They're not really doing that stuff. Yeah, that's true. On that's some true. of them. So yeah, I mean, that, was, that was a pretty accurate view. Like this guy had 4,000 odd energy and yeah, yeah. It was pretty, do pretty work. fair. Yeah. Do some work, guys. Get in there. Do some work. Yeah, I think uh, people usually get frustrated when they are, you know, can't progress through the dungeons, and they just quit on, on trying in the arena or just farming with their energy. So they just basically quit, and well, they want an easy yeah. solution. That's why. Well, now that I think about it, remember we all did the gold rush. We all did the gold rush together. So when we went through the gold rush, we got to see a brand new account coming up through the 
through the ranks, right? And we had to make it to gold four. But when we first started out, it is. It's kind of weird. And, and especially with the Brutal Rush account that we did, it is very hard to win arena battles even in the beginning. The people are strong. They really are strong. So you have to put up that weak defense of, of nobody there, just like a bully, and then try to come in and get your free wins every day as you're coming up, I feel. I feel that's mm -hmm. the easiest way to do it because really if you just play hard for a week and you're not ready, you'll be stuck. You'll be really stuck and, and you don't get any you don't even get one point for a loss, which I think it would be nice if they at least got one point for a loss. Yeah, that's that actually not a bad day. idea, to be fair. That wouldn't be a bad idea given some some sort of loss um point support. Great yeah. Hard. Yeah. Stu, have another sip of beer, sir. That's a great idea. I like it. That's, that's what I was to say. That's great. I'm running low. I got to go grab another one. <laughs> uh, you, go feel free. Go grab another one if you want, mate. It's all good. Uh, okay, so... Uh, so that's kind of the great haul. I think that's a great summary. We've kind of like talked over how not to do it, how how to kind of go about it, and try and focus on the characters that you have first, and and then get some accuracy down because it's just so useful in all areas of the game, uh, and try and save the attack to last because it's just not what you need pretty much. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about gear sets as well today. Um, so there are so many gear sets. There's like 34 gear sets, uh, 36 if you include the arena, um, the platinum arena rewards. Uh, but we're just going to go through like the 34. We're going to go through 17 of those today and the other 17 next week. So today we're going to talk about uh, the life set, the offense set, defense set, critical rate, accuracy, speed, resistance, lifesteal, destroy, toxic, retaliation, fury, curing, immunity, shield, crit damage and reflex big list only half of the list that we're going to talk about uh, for next week um some of these are kind of beginner and intermediary sets and uh, some of those sets you're going to be using for end games some of these sets you're not going to be using at all starting off with the life set nice and simple uh, you only need two items for the set bonus you can find them in uh, k rock castle in the campaign and in ice golem's peak um Guys, pretty much a beginner set, right? Um, but in terms of end game, any kind of like end game uses or like, but in pretty much at the beginning, everyone's using life uh, life sets, right? Pretty much. Um, yeah. Well, I think I think they're useful, but I, I don't know. Most people probably would be using more offensive type sets, I guess, in even early game. For me, actually, it comes more into play when you've got a better grasp of the game and you've actually pulled a couple of champions that might benefit from like larger HP pools. Um, so if you had like a miscreated monster, for example, as one of your early game epics, then he would benefit massively from a life set. Mm -hmm. um, but but the trouble with a life set for me is it 100% just gets outdated by Immortal. So as soon as you, if you had the same gear piece in life or Immortal, 100% of the time you go for Immortal, yeah? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I do still have some champions that have life gear on them only because it's either god god kind of tier roles or perhaps it might be some faction more guys and it's just some old life set that i'd leveled up mm. but pretty much it's all sold off unless it's insanely good now for me uh, as an end game player right okay um uh, cold brew anything to add on the life right now um yeah it's the same for me it's, it's mostly important in the beginning of the game but now after you you uh, play through the game, get to the mid-game at least, you realize that lifesteal has such great importance in you know the clan boss, so uh, you go for that. So you, you leave the life sets behind. Maybe there's some uses if you have like a very extremely good rolls on the item, mm -hmm. but other than that, you won't be farming it specifically for a champion. 
I mean, even if you like the, your mid-game to late-game player, I mean, you'd be doing clan boss so much, you should be having quite a lot of immortals. So even for faction wars, you know, immortals going to be better because you're going to have the option, right? So, um, yeah. but yeah, life um, was kind of really. Uh, you do get quite a lot of life uh, at the beginning, and I did. Uh, I, I enjoyed getting some some characters to some really high HP, um, which was really good. Just to, like, I think I did it for. Um, I did miscreate once and I'll put immortal in Yeah, but I used it for quite a lot of characters at the time, but it does sort of uh, get sort of as useful later on, though, right? Because Immortal and the other sets that we're going to be talking about um, later on, I suppose. be yeah, a good intermediary set, um, but not a reason to be farming the Ice Golem for, right? No, exactly, yeah. Um, so there we go. Okay, so the next one on the list is the offense. So again, another kind of uh, intermediary sort of starter set. Um... And yeah, but I th again, it kind of falls off later on because of the cruel and divine offense and stuff like that. But again, it's good to start off with, right? It's not anything you should be stockpiling per se, right? Yeah, I mean, similar really. It's it's pretty good. I, I used it a reasonable amount early game before I realized how good life still was. Um, and again, if I've got like a really good six star piece with some good rolls on it, generally it's sitting on faction war champions for me now rather than any of my main teams but you know, if you get a really good kind of crit damage crit rate type of role um or you know crazy speed and damage then it might still go on a decent attack based champion but it does just kind of get surpassed by some better sets really like cruel was a, a blatant upgrade on it isn't it like exact yeah. upgrade yeah um yeah cobra yeah. and, and uh, Stu's back as well Stu, life yeah. sets there life set offense set very starter intermediary kind of sets do you still use them at all or do you just straight up sell them and keep them for like immortal and cruel sets and stuff yeah i don't i don't use them and i very you know there there aren't really a lot of sets that i that i like to use okay they're very few and then the other sets that i do use are you know yeah specific specific reasons so yep i don't i don't use those anymore you know they're good coming up i guess if, if they have good substats like they said but uh you know, lifesteal coming up and, and speed, anything with speed, speed, speed. And I think it's a, a fault, talking about artifacts in general, kind of a fault when, and Hades talked about this earlier with the attack sets on people when he was doing account takeovers. It's the fault of the game telling everybody to put attack percentage on their gloves, chest, and boots and run through the game with their champions with those. Because yep. it tells you to do that in all the missions. And we all saw that again when we did all those, those lower level accounts. They kept telling us to do that. And really what it should say is put speed boots on and then whatever else. They, they, they should revise that. I think they should revise it. But, yep, sorry, sorry. I got off topic of that. Uh, no, no, you're good. You're good. Um, so, there. so, yeah, they're pretty much like basic sets. I mean, I, I, I've, I've done a why I've kept this many, to be fair. I mean, I, I think I just kept them for Faction Wars and just playing around with some stats, especially now they've got the filter on, just to like just to double-check I don't lose any sort of solid pieces. I, I literally sold like, a, like 150 or 60 or so pieces in my vault last night just because I needed the space, and I'm so picky as to why I sell. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Colbury is like... Um, surely like didn't you use like attack um like sets for your saurus or something how did you get that damage on your saurus um yeah yeah i get a mixture of uh, you know different different kind of sets but i did use i think attack sets in the beginning because I, they did have good substat rolls yeah so like if i have a you know a helmet with plus 18 speed i'm not gonna sell it just because it's attack yeah you know it's it has a great substat roll it's gonna have some use, and you know, there's so many other sets that you can sell, 
uh, that might not have good substats. So it's not always the set bonus. It's you know, it's also the substats. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, they they do have the use, but they're very limited. The later on you get on in the game, though, right? Um, so yeah, the further you get onto the game, you just keep the best of the best and just move on. I suppose definitely shouldn't be hoarding up on those um, later on. Um, so the next set that we're going to talk about is the defense. Uh, so you can get this from the Catacombs of Narbuk, um, and again the Ice Golem's Peak. If you can get offense from the Ice Golem's Peak as well, probably a, a very underrated um, set uh, purely because it becomes uh, for a two-piece um, defense is very important later on in the game. Um, so yeah, there are other sets that we can use, but defense is kind of underrated, um, and it's probably one of the better sets to get from the Ice Golem. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the defense? Yeah, kind they're, of similar to what you said, actually. Oh, sorry, Shaker. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're good. I mean, we use them primarily. I think, you know, defense in this game is huge. Anytime you can have a defensive base champion, take less damage, do more damage based off of defense, they are phenomenal. Yeah. They're just the best thing in this game. Easy to get through content. In the beginning, it might not be fast, but at least you can progress that way. But yes, for something like the clan boss or whatever else, defense is very nice to have. But honestly, I'll be honest with you, I don't know about these other guys. I still don't use any defense gear because I don't farm Ice Golem for gear at all, really. Yeah. So I'd have to I'd have to refer to you guys who use it. Yeah, so I do. I use defense gear mainly for my clan boss setups. So if I've got uh, defensive base champions, if I'm just trying to push that extra bit of defense, which pushes my damage up, or like my Valk at the minute, I've got a Valk with... A lot of defense like 7.8k and she's got two-piece defense on just to push her defense up it's the only set in the game which is going to increase your defense rate so i don't go out and outwardly farm ice golem but i have kept good defense pieces and good resistance pieces from ice golem where we've been kind of pushed into it through an event yeah i do keep hold of those because because they're quite unique and they can actually do some some good work for your accounts yeah um but i wouldn't say to someone go and farm ice golem ahead of you know dragon or, or what have you because it's not going to be um especially not for end game but yeah i think there is definitely some use for that set corporate anything to add buddy yeah uh it's the same with me i don't i do not actively farm them but if i do happen to get a, a good set then it's definitely useful in, in both dungeons and the, and the clan boss especially in some champions that have you know difficulties surviving no, getting that extra bit of defense is is helpful. So I'm basically seeing a little bit of a pattern. Uh, basically, uh, these uh, sets um, aren't hugely desirable purely because we don't want to farm Ice Golem for whatever reason. So why don't we want to farm Ice Golem? Hmm. They, they need to put better gear in there. They need to switch it up, I guess, maybe. They could switch it up, but they need to keep dragons the way it is. They definitely need to keep dragons with the good gear, with the accuracy, with the speed, and the lifesteal, so that everybody can branch out from dragons to, to all the other dungeons. But, you know, for PvP and for harder-hitting stuff, you go over to Fire Knight. For starting gear and for pretty much everything in the game, you go for dragons, and you still go for dragons for Arena as well. Yeah. So they just need to really get us... They need to put Relentless in there. I really think they should put a low yeah. percentage drop of Relentless in there and just let us farm Relentless ridiculous so this is why that they should have put um the arena platinum um reward gear they should put one in ice golem one in finite everyone would have been happy um I think, yeah that would have been great mm. the, the, been four, the four kind of weird sets you know the four uh non-starter sets in ice golems pretty much 
maybe taunting isn't isn't fair but the, the rest are trash right retaliation mm-hmm. so niche reflex so niche that you're ever going to use it cursed probably the worst set in the game uh sorry i've got into other sets here but um pretty much as a dungeon the only pieces i want to drop are resistance or defense yep and that's for kind of niche builds that's even that's quite niche so yeah it's it's just a bad dungeon to farm plus Generally, it's probably your slowest dungeon as well. So, you know, you throw all of that together right. and you're like, oh, man. So how um, fast can you guys actually farm stage 20 of Ice Golem out of curiosity? One um, minute. Yeah, what's mine? I'm about... I mean, my fastest I've done it is 45 seconds. I'm probably normally about 110. Something it's like all about oh, that seer. It's all about that seer love, guys. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> mine is three minutes. <laughs> That's what? why I don't... Do you have, do you have seer cold brew? No, no, it's the the champion that I'm trying to get every time. There's a two X. Okay. Do you use Do you seer Hell Hades? No, I don't actually. No, mine's mine's not with seer. Mine's with going kind of Draco raw guards um, and bringing in the old uh, Rotus to kill the ads. So my forty five seconds well, was how Draco. Is that not because Wait. it's so it's very it's very dangerous now because you you can AOE at any time if a royal guard pops off. And they don't kill those side minions. You can still have a wipe, no matter how strong your Duchess or Gorgo or Arbiter anybody yeah. is. I've pulled one raw guard out now because of that, so I only oh, use one right. raw guard in that setup. Um, so, so what's your setup like? It's like Draco, okay. Rotos, Royal Guard, and Kaimar. then there's Kaimar to do the reset. Okay. And I think um, I'm I'm got it open right now. I think my other one is who is it? I think it might be Bad L. Yeah, Badel's yeah. amazing there. Yeah, I think it might be Badel to push the I extra don't have damage. Either, either of them, so that's why I'm I'm stuck at three minutes. <laughs> what, what you, do you, know, you have cold that, brew? <laughs> he's got a bunch of rares. He gets cold brew. Come yeah. on, <laughs> I've got uh, my best champion is Venus. <laughs> okay, he's nice. the one I'm so happy for. Yeah. yeah, you do have Venus. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. But it, but the thing is, look in Ice Golem, I've done I've done so many things in Ice Golem that when I do run it without those teams that just clear it so fast, it is. It's a really long dungeon. If you just take in even if you take in legendaries that are great legendaries, but they're not really equipped well to do Ice Golem, yep. it still takes a really long time. If I take in Altan, I take in other people, sure, they can do really high damage and they we can get a decreased defense out there all that, but it, it takes time, right? Cuz you got to kill the side guys, you got to kill the main one. Yeah. It's uh it's not do, fun. Do but you they, have someone in your team, Stu, that, that keeps them dead? Have you got someone that blocks revive? No, no. Setup? I just I just go in there with a bunch of buffs with, with Badel and Seer and Kaimar, and I just, you know, I get to the boss in 17 seconds, and then I just blow up the side minions with, uh, you know, I, I bring Stagnite in there to make sure, you know, that's the thing. With Ice Golem, you always have to have that decrease attack. You have to. Yeah. If you don't have that decrease yeah. attack on him, then, then you're dead. So I bring Stagnite in there. Now, before I used to bring Madam because Stagnite wasn't AOE, but uh, and that's it. And then I just go in there and just blow it up. I mean, Seer legitimately will do over a million damage on each of the side guys, yeah, and then tons of damage on on. And Seer's explosion is like poisons. It will not. He will not do his when you drop him below the threshold. He won't do his counterattack from Seer doing Karma, karma Burn. Yeah, well, Draco. You know Draco's follow up hit. If he if Draco kills somebody, he does a follow up yeah. big hit. Yeah, that doesn't prop great. anything either. So I sometimes I get like a a million like second hit on the main boss, which doesn't prop any kind of retaliation. So right. that can be pretty nutty as well. 
Well, I've seen who is it? Who's who's Draco? Was it? It was AK Scratch AK 47's Draco, like pretty much. And I don't have a Draco morph. I'd love to, but for some reason on his A1, and I don't know how he can hit that hard. I mean, I understand with the debuffs and the extra damage, but still, it hit the it hit the ice golem for like a million. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what mine does. I've got it. It's it, insane. It does like the remaining damage uh, on the boss, something like that. But it does, yeah, yeah do do it. That's how it. That's hacks then. That's 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 why. That's why it's it's complete <laughs> hacks. Seer is jealous. Uh, but but if you brought Drake, if you brought Jake Draco in with Seer though, and then had all the buffs, and then killed the waves that fast, seventeen seconds to the boss, and then it brought in, you know, Draco. You know, Draco is gonna go with Seer, no problem. And yeah. then it should be. I don't know. Either way, either way, it's just as fast. Okay, guys, I just did under two minutes, so I changed my team a bit, <laughs> and it, now it's under two minutes, so it's better. Nice. Are you using Draco now? No, I used two uh, guards, <laughs> Venus. The real guards okay. died from the reflect, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. cleared up the boss. They will die from reflect. Yeah. So I've just taken out a royal guard and put in my seer. Um, my Rotos has just insta killed the uh, the minions on the block revive. Um, so I don't think I'm getting a personal best, but C has definitely helped me out. I think it's the waves is where I'm struggling, really. Um, my, my rural guards um, need to be kind of upgraded. They've kind of been the same for like four months. Uh, I'm sure I've got better gear since then. Um, so they kind of need to be upgraded. But um, yeah, C is uh, definitely very useful. I've, I've kind of changed my C's gear several times over as well. I think she's been diluted. Maybe she needs some love and to get upgraded again also. Um, but yeah, you I think, need buffs. Yeah, those, eat those yeah. buffs. Well, so I, I still need that safety though of Arbiter for whatever reason. Um, so I need to kind of, yeah, I need that buff team. Maybe I'll throw in Sepulchre Sentinel just for those buffs or something and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I need to kind of work on that speed team. But yeah, the first team I've had is like 127 and that's with Rotos and Ethos. Um, oh my gosh, goodbye. But yeah, so I, most people don't want to do the Ice Golem because it's long and tedious and uh, they don't quite have the characters yet. And the, the gear pieces as a whole aren't generally worthwhile. I mean, the next set that we're going to talk about is Critical Rate. Um, again, uh, for those early players really trying to get to that 100% crit rate, you can farm this in the campaign in Durham Forest. Um, and as well, obviously, in the Ice Golem. But generally, most of the critical rate gear you're going to see starting out in the game is going to be from the campaign. Um, and that is what you farm to try and get your crit rate to 100%. Uh, was you guys really in tune uh, building characters to 100% crit rate going through the campaign? Or is that just something that you oh, I'll get that later on? Um, later for me, I guess. Going through campaign coming up? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was trying to get crit, but it wasn't, it wasn't number one part because... You know your guys are pretty depending on what you had then to to make it through it, it it's hard but i mean if you focus on getting like crit rate on your kale like um quite early on say you had like four lifesteal and the two crit rate or something like that to try and get him to 100 you, you know your farming would be that much better would it not you know right right i would i would love to get it it's just hard to you know, hard, it's hard to do that i guess i could say um, yeah i think i there's... first i first got in tune with it when i was properly trying to get my speed farmer going fast yeah and it was really apparent to me that whenever I didn't do a crit, it slowed my runs down considerably. So I was probably quite a way into the game before I really started to push for 100%. But right. if I was going back to starting again now, obviously, with, with better knowledge, then yeah, I definitely would do that more. Uh, Colbury, any thoughts on the crit rate set, sir? Uh, have you managed to max it out? to some? Have you gone like, I don't know, six crit rate pieces on a guy before? Like ever? On a crazy build or something? 
Um, yeah, I did. I did it, but it was like for faction wars. I used it on Horden just for him to clear up the, <laughs> the waves. It was just, <laughs> just having fun with the sets I had. I, I didn't farm for them specifically to do this. I just had yeah. some uh, laying there with with a bit of good substat rolls. So I'm, I said, might as well try it. And yeah, it's fun. Uh, it, it's fun way to use those sets. But uh, yeah, you know those are basic sets. Those are beginner sets. The two set bonuses that they give yeah. are just for beginning out the game and not okay. much use later on. So yeah, going yeah. going back to ice columns though, do you guys think because because chat chat was here too, and do you guys think that if they put relentless in ice column, would it break the game? I mean, by now the way relentless is, and and all the people out there who have gotten relentless relentless from events, don't you think? And we could still get them from events because getting Sharing six star. Yep. legendary is good right you can still get those from the events it won't make them any less important people will still go for it but don't you think it'd be nice if we could at least farm it in ice column give us a reason to really go there and it would it would like relentless would just be more accessible to more people that that, that right. maybe aren't on a budget as much as the others you know um for exactly. free to players to have the opportunity just to have a slice of relentless gear every now and then I think that would be great for people. So I think that should be a thing, you know. Um, but then I also, like I said before, I think they should have done the platinum rewards. They should have put one in fire golem, uh, fire knight, one in the ice golem, and um, that should have been that, that would definitely helped with traffic trying to get people to farm those dungeons. But having relentless in there as well could be pretty good. Maybe you could put relentless in there. Um, maybe they can think of another one. Maybe they wanted to put like. Um, divine speed or something i don't know they could think of another set to split up but yeah Ooh, that'd, just, be, um, that'd be nice uh, i i would like to uh i'd like to get with all the other youtubers and and we could pressure diamond to do something like that because i really do think that that ice golem could use something and it'd be fun like you said it'd be good for yeah, everybody else. Definitely. yeah definitely need something different uh, yeah and i, mean, I don't I think mean, it'd be hard to code i mean currently the dungeons there shouldn't be like a clear choice between which one to farm uh, because right now, if a new player asks me, okay, I have 1,000 energy, I'm just starting out the game, where should I farm? And I always say Dragon, because that's where he gets the most useful uh, sets. Yeah. He's a beginner. So if, if, there, if it wasn't such a clear, clear choice, it would be so much better for, you know, to bring variety to the game. We get more teams, you know, different kind of teams that do uh, the dungeons faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, Sean in my chat has just mentioned, I have no idea why Frost isn't in Ice Golem. <laughs> yeah, true. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Totally, it should be in there. Um, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Nice one, Sean. Um, it's, it's the little things like that which would just make sense, right? Um, but yeah, I think that would be great. Just add Frost into Ice Golem. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Um, okay, so... Yeah, kind of crit rate, uh, defense, offense, life are kind of like the basic introductory um, gear sets which you see in the early stages of the campaign. Uh, now it's kind of stepping up to like some of the more important um, set pieces. Um, accuracy for starters. Um, so you can get accuracy from Felwyn's Gate and, and from the ever popular Dragon's Lair. Um, accuracy is just so important to like land all of your debuffs, both for clan boss and and for dungeons and all all your characters pretty much. Um, accuracy early on, guys, it's a two piece set. Um, how late in the game did you like? Did it take you to realize the importance of like getting some decent accuracy? Hello. Um. Yeah. What's getting guys? Yeah. Once I started getting resisted all the time, I figured, okay, I need to work on accuracy. 
Yeah. And then I realized where accuracy drops. So yeah, I said, okay, it's dragon it, all day. Right. And and I'll say this though, it's weird though, because we all play the game, we all know the, the game very well. We're, we're streamers, YouTubers, but I swear the the public out there, and not everybody, but a lot of the public out there don't really pay attention to what their champion's doing. They don't notice and say, hey, my guy's being resisted all the time. They don't look at the battles and see, hey, there's a resistance that's flying up all the time, and I need my champion to do the decreased defense so we can get through this or decrease attack. And they don't really, it's not a matter of whether they can get that gear or not. They still don't really acknowledge it, you know? Uh, so for those that don't know, like uh, to, to land your debuff, there's there's like a, a coin flip between your accuracy and their resistance, right? Um, now, your accuracy, your debuff can always have a chance to be resisted no matter how high or low your accuracy is. But obviously, if you, the more accuracy you have, the greater chance you have of landing that debuff. Um, and getting those accuracy sets from both the campaign and for the dragon, uh, because they are a two-piece set, um, obviously you want accuracy banners um, and stuff like that, but until you can get those banners from the spider, it's you're generally going to get your accuracy from these two pieces. Um, and yet it took me a long while, guys, to kind of understand the importance of my accuracy. It, I, obviously, like, like we've mentioned before, I wanted to attack and do more damage. But obviously, when damage doesn't work out, you then have to figure out other ways and other things. And accuracy was one of those avenues, right? Right. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I think it, it's actually one of the most underrated sets, I think, for, uh, for actually all areas of the game. Like, if you get to proper endgame... Accuracy sets are still really, really important for yeah. like endgame arena. You know, you got to be pushing up 400 plus, perhaps 500 plus accuracy to really compete in the endgame with some champions. Yeah. And if you're early game, if you've not got the base level accuracy to land your abilities on Spider or Dragon or Clan Boss, then those champions are basically wasted. So I do find often when I'm doing my takeovers, accuracy is the thing that's lacking. That's is defense or accuracy are the two things that don't seem to be in people's builds mm -hmm. to really kind of make use of their champions better? Uh, yeah, most of people's uh, opinions are kind of inverted in, in that they just want to do... I mean, I was the same. I wanted to do as much damage as I could. But really, it's like you need to survive as long as you can to do that damage over time or, or to be <laughs> nuking, don't you, really? Um, yeah, for sure. What just happened? You're right there, Cold Brew. What? Yeah. But, uh, Oh, sorry, yeah, did fine. someone cough? I thought someone was laughing. I don't know. I thought someone no, no, was um, I, so, I coughed, but I muted my mic when I coughed. That was weird. Oh, right. I, it made me jump, mate. I wonder what it was. It's all good. <laughs> um, so, Colbury, what's your, what's your sort of experience with accuracy sets so far, man? Yeah, I, I still find accuracy sets very useful, even in the late game. Um, I've even done some takeovers where I had like a level 40, um, level 40 cold heart, and I put accuracy sets on her yeah. and still managed to clear the... the, the Spider 20, yep. because she definitely needs accuracy to work uh, and just some crit and, of course, critical damage. But accuracy says can be very useful for mostly every champion out there that has like a, some sort of debuff or skill that uh, requires, uh, you know, uh, accuracy. I mean, even the Royal Guards need a bit of accuracy for the A1, right? Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, for the A1, for the land of defense down, right? Yeah, and the Terminator reduction, yeah. Uh, that's right, yeah. So, um, yeah, even your nukers like, kind of need accuracy as you're building them. So, yeah, very uh, important set. Uh, someone just mentioned in chat as well, what if we get a two times or ten times artifacts drops in dungeons, like a two times drop event for lifesteal? That would be cool. 
That'd be interesting. I, I love I, my I kind of. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they, they 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 bring up some good stuff. I think I would love that more in spiders. Uh, ten times each every you know every other day or every day for a different faction or for two different factions. Right. Dwarves yeah, and high elves idea. today for spiders, and then tomorrow barbarians and whatever else. You know, ten times that way. If you don't want to summon that day for spiders, you don't have to. You don't want to farm there. And then the day you do want to farm there, you want to get that uh, ogre and tribe one. You know, it's ogre and tribe two times, ten yeah. times. Go in there because spiders, especially we're talking about bringing on some new, some new factions one day, right? Yeah. I don't know when, but I'm just saying in general. So yeah. for spiders, it's a great idea. I, I, Actually, it's I, like a two times, two times chance to drop banners for a period of time, or you know, just like specify a particular part of the deer two times chance to drop boots in a in dungeons that type of thing could be quite cool as well god they could just do anything like that though couldn't they just that'd be yeah. great i mean per faction per gear set like whatever they wanted like for the spider on a wednesday for the ice golem on the friday not that anyone would do ice golem as we've talked about but I mean, yeah you know people would jump on in and do those if it's for a certain faction or so i would definitely be farming um, for like accuracy banners for a certain, for any faction of yours to come along because they all need accuracy banners, you know. So that would definitely pull me in. Would that pull you in, Cold Brew? Yeah, yeah, it will, it will bring more variety to the game. Um, yeah, definitely some sort of daily events that that happen to the dungeons and give you more of a, um, a willingness to farm it would yeah. be great. Um, and it would also be monetized, of course. Uh, so they would win as well. Well, people would definitely be spending their energy. That's for, that's for sure. Um, and you don't even have to. I mean, it'd be nice to have some kind of tournament or event in line with those. But they obviously wouldn't have to do that, and we would still spend the energy because it's like a certain percent of that faction. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, now moving on to like one of the, probably the most I don't know one of the most important sets in the game. Really, uh, I know. Uh, uh, Stu is very excited to get going on this uh, on this uh, um, this set and the speed set chat, right? Very, very uh, Im important. Um, and yeah, um, Stu, talk to us about the speed set, man. Why is it just so crucial? It is just the best set in the game, I think. I think speed in this game, if you can go two times to the enemies once or anything else, go over the enemy, right? Yeah. then you can do anything in this game really i feel like i feel like that's you know coming up in game anything else if you're faster you know yeah. if, if you're fast you're gonna win and if you're slow you're gonna die you're gonna take the beating even on defensive champions or high hp champions it doesn't matter anything it is you know there, there's there's slower champions you can make slower sure but still even then my slower means a pretty fast champion. okay so what is yeah. your slow Slowest? I think the slowest for any champion out there at end game, no matter what you're doing, is somewhere around like 180, 185. But I will say this: if you're doing if you're doing a speed clear where you're resetting and you're clearing the next wave, it really doesn't matter your speed so much. Then it's like the only caveat to that because then you're coming in, you're dropping the wave, you're resetting, you're dropping the wave, and then when you get to the boss, you can kind of work out how it's going to happen, right? You get that decreased defense, and your guys come in, your royal guards go go. Yeah. Other than that, though. I would say speed is always everything to me. Um, so is that like, so I've generally had like turn meter boosters. Like I started off with a Diabloist and then I'm now on an Arbiter kind of thing. So I, I've always generally had slow characters because I've had people to help me out with that really. Um, it's only in the last few, I don't know, six months I've kind of noticed the real importance of speed really. Um, 
but yeah, my Arbiter's not exactly fast either. I, I'm not really known to have my uh, my fast characters, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think everyone's got speed gear on though. Like everyone I have has speed gear on to some extent, if it's speed boots or, or what. Um, literally, that's why I've got next to none in my vault because everyone's got it on. It's just so popular, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's hard. I mean, speed substats are it. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. So I'd say the only time when I don't, I don't care so much about speed, or, or I still care about it, but I care about it in a different way. Is sometimes boss. in the clan boss build, you might go for a certain speed. Yeah. But still, you want good speed substats because that enables you to build more defense or more damage. Or so even if I'm going for, um, for kind of a slow build, I've still got speed substats in that build. Yeah. And it enables me to push crit damage gloves or defense boots or you know something else to to build more damage yeah so um so speed is king i, I did have a, a period of time where i was able to go quite defensive and slow and, and win a lot uh, in a in arena but those days are probably gone now that that build just doesn't seem to cut it anymore because one person with high accuracy can just wipe out a full team of high resistance yeah. whereas one madam yeah exactly one madam's yeah. All it takes yeah so and and then you've got people obviously coming at you fast to to nuke you down so as soon as you've got that decreased defense on you on a defensive based champion it's quite hard to sustain yeah whereas i, I think if i think back I don't know, maybe four months that type of team was pretty successful it got me to sort of top five plat a couple of times right early on but people just adapted people adapted and and all of a sudden it's it's not particularly viable anymore um, I, I would love to know each of your um, fastest character speed. Do you, any of you know? I would love to know. Four hundred. No, I'm just what? kidding. I, I think I think somebody somebody <laughs> said it. Jeez. Somebody did say that the fastest person out there has almost four hundred, or is that four hundred? That's with like max glyphs and probably max. Mate, that's crazy. Max rolls and everything. everything uh, that, that, that's, that's hard for me to believe because getting, you know, it's yeah, like winning the, lo the lottery every time you get those quad hits. There's, there's got to be insane. So Mate. I'm not sure that I'm not sure that could be true. I've seen a couple of like free mid free fifties on champions, right. and that feels like that's up there as top end. How do you compare to that, Stu? Are you faster than that? No, my fastest is like three thirty five. Yeah, so I've seen I've a three fifty six. I could probably make 340 if I wanted to with glyphs. I have some six-star glyphs that I haven't used yet. So if I want to, but the thing is, it's really hard for me to get even triple hits on six-star speed gear. I just can't get it. I get legendary all the time, and it will not hit speed. So whoever is lucky, it's just RNG, right? It's RNG and getting the champions you need for arena, and then it's RNG to get those substats you need in arena. It's a, it's a lot about that. Did you see yeah. the other day when um, um, during the summon rush, someone summoned like a hundred thousand more like points than everyone else, pretty much, and just obliterated the leaderboard? Um, there's there's mm -hmm. people like that in all areas of the game. Guaranteed, someone has literally just spent the last six months trying to get their arbiter the fastest. Um, someone out there's done it. I mean, chat. I don't know how fast your your arbiters are or your fastest characters are, uh, but if your speed is like three, five, six or above, I would love to see a picture of that. Um, so hit, hit that in the chat if you guys have got some super fast characters. Um, I, I I haven't been like pushing plat or anything like that. So I I, I don't know. Some mine characters are just not fast at all. I, I'm barely breaking 300. I think I've got two paragons which are like 260, 270. Uh, I've got my arbiter which are like 280. 
285, 290, something like that. But yeah, I, I really haven't got super lightning fast characters. Um, I, yeah, maybe I need to kind of work on that a bit more and, and farm some more uh, dragon, which um, everyone keeps telling me I need to do. Um, but, but yeah, Colbrew, man, you got any super fast characters? Um, I think, uh, was uh, it? yeah. Yeah, my first one is Arbiter, of course, like everyone else. Mm. Uh, and she's at 325. Yeah. So that's okay. Uh, but I don't really care about speed where I'm at in, in Arena right now because I just farm gold 4. Yes. Yeah, just stay, yeah. stay low gold 4. So I'm probably like 99% of the time we've got to be first either way if, if you're close to 300. Yeah. At that, at that rating. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's always good to get the you know uh, one or two points up, but it doesn't really affect my my play stuff. Uh, okay, so yeah, so speed is obviously very crucial. Obviously, with the clan bosses you're going to need a certain bit of speed depending on the strategy that you're going with. Uh, but guys, I, I kind of sold a lot of gear recently uh, because it kind of had no speed. I really want to go hard on the dragon um, in the next few days, maybe a week. So I kind of wanted to create some space and I'm being really strict with my gear. Uh, if my speed item does not have speed on it um, or if it doesn't have amazing stub stats, then it's just getting out there really and creating space. Um, so the next one on the list, uh, guys, is resistance. Um, it looks like uh, I don't even have any resistance at the moment. Uh, so Ice Golem's peak. Oh, big surprise. Uh, so let's go to the Ice Golem and resistance. Obviously one of the better sets of the Ice Golem, but yeah. it, it's not like... Um, it's not, again, pulling us towards the Ice Golem though, right? Uh, generally well, an arena set piece mainly right right you know right exactly in-game arena set for very you know situational for only select champions that you that you have sure yeah um, yeah i mean i've used it quite a lot over the course of the last since since platt's been out there i've, I've had probably one champion at least in my lineup that's got quite crazy uh resistance right like 500 plus so i've got a couple of champions now who basically are there to enable my other champions to go. So it might be somebody that can um, remove debuffs. It might be somebody that can that I need to kind of keep in the game for longer. Someone like a warlord, um, especially if if you're up against somebody like a ray that can steal immunity set buffs. Yeah. Because uh, the problem I've got is because I'm not fast enough. I don't have fast enough gear compared to high end gamers in this. Yeah. I. I have to go with different tactics. I cannot just try and compete on speed. I'm not quick enough. So I have to try and do something else, which means I need somebody to enable my champions to go. Yep. Um, so resistance is actually quite high profile for me in my setups. Um, and that is like obviously mainly for the arena though, right? Because um, you are quite, you, you focus on plat arena each week though, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think there's also, because I've been getting more and more into faction wars, actually resistance plays quite a part in faction wars as well. For the bosses and stuff. Against yeah. those bosses? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 Um, but again, so how, so do, are you literally grinding um, and getting your resistance gear from the golem then, pretty much? Or are you just, like you said, from the other, you're just saving it up when, as soon as you get it? Um, Basically, when we're doing those events, I, I, I don't go there. Um, if I go anywhere, it's normally spider now, because I just want the silver yeah. right but if we've got events running i make myself get the top rewards during those event cycles and if it's ice golem then i will be looking out for decent pieces of resistance mm. i've got probably i don't know maybe three decent sets of resistance on my account nice and what i'm looking for is the resistance set with triple roll resistances you know that type of that's kind of where i'm looking at it's a bit of speed 
and then as much resistance as I can chunk up as possible. Um, just before we sort of go and ask Colbrew about resistance, I just want to make you feel really bad about your account. Uh, Stu, how much silver do you have now? No, man. Oh, I'm still at 500 million, I think. But I was at 750 million before, you know, when I was not playing the game. So I'll get I'll get back up there. Maybe this weekend. Maybe right now during Spiders event. I'll back, get back up there. Okay. All right. I feel like I feel like I'm. I need my silver back. I'm running low. So, I'm running so low right now. What, you're literally just doing Spider overnight and just literally selling everything when you wake up, or what? How? What is your process for that? So I'm very intrigued, man. Well, no, just before, you know, playing the game for a year, I used to farm overnight all the time. I'd farm overnight, fire night keep, I'd farm dragons, everything else, and spiders too, of course. So just over all that time, accumulating a lot of silver, just basically, from, but not really that much spiders, you know, whenever there's a spider tournament, because spiders only takes, you know, 20 something seconds to run it. So you can get a lot, you can burn through a lot. Gosh, but that was yeah. that was back in the day when I had like 20,000 gems all the time. I used to drop crazy amount of money every week on this game and then now I've slowed down a lot. So my stockpile is going down. It's going God, down quick. It's going down, mate. It's too much. <laughs> going down million. quick. Uh, I'm so poor. Culbrew, how much silver do you have, sir? And what are your thoughts on the resistance gear? Um, yeah, currently I have 5,262,000. That is a real account right there, Stu, okay? 5 million? Right? 5 million. Not 550 million, 5 million, mate. He, he um, can't up anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I can I can probably level two banners to 16. Terrible. At best. At best. But uh, yeah, the, with the spider tournament now, I might farm some, some silver. I want to keep it at 20, 30 million at least. Yeah. Just in case something comes up. But yeah, and about the resistance set, I, I have some resistance set, but I've never actively farmed for it and never really used it other than, you know, just some uh, crazy stuff in the spiders. Yeah. Because you need resistance there for the poisons. And yeah, I was trying out some stuff. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we, we all now feel poor. Thanks for that, Stu. Um, okay, so we've also got um, obviously the next, the, one of the most crucial sets that you'll probably um, hear about, uh, whether it be for dungeons, for clan boss, for campaign, um, is the lifesteal set. Um, of utmost importance, um, even when you're going through the campaign, you've all wanted to farm those five star white pieces just for those main stats, right? Um, Lifesteal is just, it's here, there, and everywhere. Um, multitude of different types of characters will be using it for clan boss. So uh, I've literally, I've just stocked up on as much lifesteal um, as I think is valuable um, because I just don't know who's going to need lifesteal next, right? Uh, but how is lifesteal important to all of you guys? Um, do you guys use it outside of clan boss or are you just prior or prioritizing it for clan boss? Action Wars? Where else do you guys use it? Uh, yeah, faction wars. Yeah, depending on the faction, it can be brutal because you know all factions are not created anywhere near equal. So yeah, it feels like it's less of a priority set the further you get into the game. Um, like early game, mid game, life steals everything. Yeah, for pretty much any account. But when you start getting champions that can help you replace it, mm. um, you can start to really push higher stat levels. So. Yeah, pretty much mine's relegated to either faction wars or you know, specific champions that might just have one really good lifesteal set on. Just because it's a good set, not particularly because I need it to be lifesteal. So you, you're you on the leech side of things now, right? You're not using lifesteal for your clan boss teams anymore? What, what, what's that? No, so and I wasn't anyway. So I was using Bad L as okay. my healer. Right. 
I then um, then we got the buff to leech. So I don't need Badel anymore. I use leech as my healer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's cool. And now um, I've got a Valk as well. Oh jeez! <laughs> so you throw Valk, you throw Leech. You know you don't need Life Steal at all when you've got those sort of champions. So it, it, the game's changed for me actually in the last two weeks. But before that, I was using Bad L purely for healing and only had a Skull Crusher in Life Steal out of my Clan Boss team. Right. So, so I've not used Life Steal in a long time. That sounds but. like a, a very a different to what most other people have. It sounds like most people oh, most people that I know um, literally have Life Steal on pretty much everyone apart from Apothecary type thing. Um, but yes, yeah, true. What are your thoughts on life? Are you using it on Clan Boss? Are you using Leech as well? Because I think Leech is kind of since the buff um, is kind of un- we talked about it last week on the podcast, but people haven't really kind of dove into Leech just as yet. Right. No, I'm all about unkillable teams on Clan Boss. Even right. even before, just just 100. Give me an unkillable. I don't want to have to, you know, mess with too many champions and make them all different speeds, and then I can't really, you know, speed them up for other things in the game that I do. You know, I don't want to put my Valkyrie in there and then not be able to just have some fun with my Valkyrie in Arena if I want to. If somebody outspeeds me just a little bit with an Arbiter or something else, I can bring in a Valkyrie and I can counter that. Yeah. But I, I want to be able to, you know, put my Valkyrie where I want her and play her where I want her to. I just, I think Unkillable is the best thing out there. And plus, I hate doing the Clan Boss anyway, so if I can do an Unkillable team and I don't have to worry about any of that stuff, I'm set. And I've always used, like, the... The pain keeper, the man eaters, the whatever else before. So now I'm using the the two man eaters. I just, I really don't like the clan boss. It's truly boring to me, but uh, it's got all the good stuff, right? It's got all the good drops. Okay, so we've got we've got um, Hades, which is doing the leech um, with Bardell. We've got uh, Stu, which is doing unkillable. Cold Brew, I've hyped up the life steal set. Save me. Uh, yeah, life steal set is like. The most important drop I can get from the dragon right now oh, because I've got I a knew we were friends. Like... There we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was the question, right? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I've got the counter attack setup going. So without like my team hitting with the counter attack and Warmaster or Giant Slayer, yeah, they, they won't steal? survive. Yeah, yeah, they won't survive with without life steal. So, um, and I don't have any leech champion, so I can't do what uh, Hades does. Yeah. So yeah, lifesteal is very important for me, and even getting a good, you know, defense percentage primary on the lifesteal yeah. helps me so much more with, you know, trying different setups uh, and not need to, you know, switch gear all the time. Yeah. And you know, thinking about this, I, I had like a thought: what if they added a leech set in the ice columns? That would make it much better, I think. Like a champion that applies leech uh, just because of his set. That, that would oh, make it right. so, so much better um, if you don't like, have a leech champion right now. The old percentage, half half of what it was, ten percent. Say ten percent for the set bonus. Oh, it's like poison is two point five percent, and yeah, you could do like half, couldn't you? Just have a little something better than yeah. nothing. Um, you can yeah, try it at ten percent. It could it, it could help you out in some stuff, and in some way. Um, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I must I've got countless clan boss teams um, over the last year and a half, and mate, they've all involved lifesteal set. It's just been my strat for whatever reason. I've kind of been struggling on the clan boss of late. To be fair, spirit affinity is my favourite affinity because I get like 20 mil a key, but it's nothing uh, game breaking. Maybe I need to change up the strat. Uh, completely and just step away from lifesteal. Maybe I'll check out my leech steel. Maybe I'll build up on kill. I don't know, but it um, looks like lifesteal might be coming towards the end. But yeah, I have just so many lifesteal pieces just because the variety of characters which I use in clan boss teams. So um, 
Yeah, I, I think it's so impressive that you guys have gone like a different strat, like Stu, the Unkillable, uh, yourself with the Leech. But then that Leech is literally a new thing. Is it really been like that much of a big thing for you? Obviously, you've got like Hel um, Bad Alcazar uh, as your healer. Um, but could you use Leech without no, your Bad Al, do you think? He's got Moshard. Yeah, I got Moshard oh. in, in for my Leech. And <laughs> the cool thing for me, changing to Leech, is I've gone from a speed-tuned team where I was hitting like 36, 37 million pretty yeah. consistently to a full speed team. So I've got new champions I'm using. For me, like clan boss is, is great fun again. Yeah. I'm pushing like 50 million per key, um, going all out nuts, crazy speed, crazy damage builds, like completely different to what I've done for the last five, six months or four months, whatever. Right. Um, so for me, yeah, it's been, it's, completely changed the way i've looked at clan boss i've been able to rebuild my champions and i can use them for other stuff because each of my champions is going like 240 250 260 speed yeah so i can throw that michelle into my finite team i can throw my valkyrie into any team i want and she'd still be relevant so you know she's she's at like 220 speed with 7800 odd defense like proper decent build you know so right Whereas with my old team, I was literally at one, 190 speed and, you know, they do okay in other dungeons and stuff, but I wouldn't be able to use them in like an arena team or yeah. you know, something like that. So it's actually been, for me, it's been really good fun. The change to Michelle has been brilliant, like really good. So yeah, that if, if Rotos is crazy. broken, is Michelle now broken or is that fun? Whoa. I don't think he's broken. I think he's very cool. I, I yeah, think he, he's very Rotos. strong. I mean, you could say Draco's Draco's seriously broken because he is. I mean, once you have Draco, you can you can go to a whole new tier of everything in the game with with Draco Morph. But right. it's not it's not affecting you in a PvP aspect. I think when things are really unbalanced for me, or when you see them in an arena aspect against yeah, yeah. players, against against PVE aspects like this of doing this, they still need to tune it down to where nothing's too too crazy. But I think Mashald is good. But the problem with leeches that right now that most people don't have a good option for leech once i do come out with a defensive based champion that does other things like maybe does a leech also does an attack down maybe does a leech but also blocks the stun some once they come out and they will they'll, they'll eventually come out with a leech champion that actually does something more for us i think i think you know and it's a, a rare or, or an epic yeah then people will be able to take more advantage i mean we got that one dude who's a what's his name Slash, 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 uh, What's uh, Oathbound is pretty good, but uh, Seneschal is good as well, yeah? Yeah, Seneschal, he's in there. He's defense-based, but still, we need somebody, because we're taking out somebody out of our team, right? So if, yeah. we're, if we're not going to use Lifesteal anymore and we're we're replacing one of our five with that with with the Leech, they need to do more, right? They need to bring yeah. us some high damage. They need to do something for us, so... Um, yeah, the Corpse Collector's got... Um, got Poison mm -hmm. on our A3. She's, like, a decent option for it, but not not top tier but then she's an epic so sh should she be top tier you know um, catacomb catacomb counselor is that who it is uh no, no, no. no corpse collector Cor corpse collector yeah corpse corpse collector corpse collector. Close. you got the c's right oh, i know what she looks like i know what she looks like <laughs> yeah 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 knights errant does too but again you need you need somebody who's going to survive if you put knights errant in a unkillable team okay sure but then you don't need it but if you try to put knights errant in a uh high defense base and you're just bringing yeah, them in for the leech yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't serve the purpose that you need to replace lifesteal it's right. not it doesn't offset it right so yeah. we need we need better champions like that and eventually think, they will be i think from a shoulder as well in, in terms of is he balanced enough 
His base defense is actually pretty low. So he's quite hard to build in a high-end team and keep him alive. So I think they've not done too bad a job with him. He hits hard and, you know, he's got brilliant utility now. But he's still... You have to build him very well to keep to get him into, like, end-game stuff. Right. So And that, for me, is, is balanced, you know. There's some champions that... Like Sifi, you just put her into any end-game situation and you don't necessarily need a good build to keep her alive. She's just bonkers from the start, right? Mm. So... There's some champions which I think have still got a good balance, even though they're really hard hitting. Draco kind of falls into that. He's got a really bad base defense, so he's actually you have to put him in pretty crazy gear to make him do some of the sort of damage that we see. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, it's so worth it, isn't it, with Draco? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, my Draco <laughs> yeah, is literally insane, kicking out man. crazy damage. My Draco hits two twenty-five k on the on his A one against the clan boss per hit, sort of thing. You know, it's wow. just mental damage yeah. pretty fun um, pretty fun so if, if i if i was jealous of Stu silver i'm definitely jealous of your uh clan boss teammate 50 mil a key without lifesteal that is just mind-boggling mate that's uh that's crazy that's auto as well that's the fun that's the crazy thing oh, that's, that's literally my dream clan boss team <laughs> honestly um yeah okay so if we've gone for like one of mine and cold brew's most important sort of sets in the game we're probably going to go to one of the least desirable, least wanted, and it's in a place where everyone likes to farm. Um, that is the destroy set. So you can get this from the Deadlands in the campaign if you were like had a crazy reason to do that, um, or you can go to the Dragon's Lair as I've just mentioned. Um, so here it is. Here's the purple set and uh, four set for whatever reason decreases enemy max HP by thirty percent of the damage dealt. Um, this is just not used on absolutely anyone, guys. Why? Could, right. Is there anything that can be used to improve it? Um, obviously, it's like Rotos has that kind of built into him. Other characters have that ability kind of built into him. Um, is it just the percentage, or is it just the actual ability that's being offered here? Why does no one want this? Um, just the use. I, yeah. Right? <laughs> what do we have it, in game where it's really, really boss, affecting it? anything? It doesn't work on a boss. It, or does it work on a boss? I don't even know if it does. Well, I don't think it does, does it? Even I even if they made one that it works way. on, then there needs to be a boss that heals itself all the time, and we purposely have to bring it down, and then we can't heal. Blo I mean, that would be a really bad boss for us to fight, to where we have to sit there and chunk its max HP down, and then to kill it. So, yeah, it's it's more of a. I think in in general, the thought of it was more of a PvP thing. Yeah. If you had a lot of healers healing each other, if PvP lasted more than just a couple seconds, yeah, then it, it would be bring down their max HP and slowly get somebody who's healing or who has really high HP. Right. But the right. way the way arena is, it's it's nothing like that. You can't you can't use it effectively. It'll happen. It it happens with my Neathwe and stuff, but it's not like it's not changing the tide of anything. Uh, Colbrew, you was about to say something about destroy stuff as well. What are your thoughts on it, man? Like. Um, yeah, Destroy doesn't really have a place right now in the game. Yeah. I thought I could fit it in with the new fusion that we had, you know, the, the Skull Lord. I, I tried to put a, a Destroy set on, you know, Skull Sworn. Yeah. To have him take take the max HP down and then make that nice. activate Skull Lord's um, passive. Right. For True Fear. But it didn't work because uh, he just didn't do enough damage. Even with the good good destroy sets, I mean, with good substat rolls. Oh, uh, so yeah. If it I, if it was a percentage of the boss's HP, maybe like took it down by a percentage of their max HP instead of just thirty percent of the damage done. Yeah. 
then we could slowly chunk down. And if it worked well on something like the faction war bosses, where we could bring, because they're pretty, you know, some of those are pretty overpowered. If we could bring down their max HP by percentage, that would be pretty cool. It'd be viable then, I think, for something. Yeah. Yeah. I hate these yeah, maybe, maybe um, I, I'm hoping that they bring something out that makes it relevant or that they change it up because at the moment, I mean, what do you say the, the campaign location is called? Is it the deserted land or something? Uh, so the story is in the Deadlands, yeah. Deadlands, yeah. And it's named that for a reason because nobody <laughs> literally goes there once they farmed it. Yeah, like, what's <laughs> the point in this set? <laughs> so look, at the moment, it's just. A, a totally irrelevant set there's uh, there's not a single champion I'd, I'd sell it instantly without even checking the stats that's how bad it is i don't ever check the stats on any of my pieces i just sell it um rightly or wrongly that's what i do yeah i was gonna say the fact that cold brew actually saved up good pieces is actually amazing i, I, I don't know why you even thought but mate and the fact that the idea didn't work either is just like mate destroy just isn't worth our effort like we can literally try and do all these things with it but it's just it's just not helpful in any shape or form and uh it's one of those sets that could either just be straight up removed from the game or it needs to be modified right because it's just wasted space right now honestly you know um, well, the only reason I tried them was because I had very good substat rolls on them. Mm. So I said, okay, I'll level them to 12, see what see what I get. And I got something good, and then I tried it on Skullsworn just to see if I could make him work, if, if somehow I could justify the, the new fusion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that didn't Cold go so well. <laughs> uh, What's up? Nothing. Did you see my screen, Cold Brew? Oh, you got Seer. Come on, man. <laughs> Did you really get Seer? Oh, no. Like oh. number number, number five Seer. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> You'll get her soon, man. I hope you get her soon, buddy. I hope you do. I hope so, too, man. <laughs> He's amazing. Uh, so chat just mentioned obviously the only place to go to the only reason to go to the deadlands is for a war maiden starting out but obviously once you have a war maiden you've got a book there literally is no other reason to come back to the deadlands um but yeah i mean that's i i'm kind of disappointed with the destroy stuff it sounds really cool lots of destroy gear and it doesn't really destroy um i don't know um I simply have to tweak the numbers of it you know like You'd have well, to like do it so that you're absolutely nuking somebody's max HP. If you're fighting somebody, I don't know, like you've got the Seafies out there that heal all day long. And, you know, if, if she's paired with people with maximum HP, like Mountain Kings. But then how do you stay alive long enough to make it work at the moment? Right. There's just nothing that makes it work. So, so what if you did 10% massively... of their, their max HP every time you hit them? Like what if what yeah, if it was 10% of their yeah. max HP every time you touch them? Like you don't have to do massive damage. Just every time you touch them... That way, if it's on somebody like Duchess later on, not obviously it's not on our Duchess now, but if it's on somebody awesome like Duchess later on, that's a pretty powerful champion. Somebody who's really hard to kill, somebody who, who does other cool support things, but then also their A1 doesn't have to do massive damage. All it has to do is touch somebody, and it lowers their max HP by 10%. That could be fun because then that's a real threat right. from that champion. Yep. I, I think that would be pretty cool to do. Uh, but yeah, so... It would just need some tweaking for sure, right? It's not in a great state. No one wants it. No one needs it. Um, something. Yeah, it's just waste of space right now, right? 
Um, Let's get Polarium on here and talk to them about their game while we do this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. I would love to have someone in to just talk about stuff like this because that would be great. Um, so basically, you know, I, I wanted to base the podcast off of, of another podcast from another game. Um, it's called State of the Game Podcast from The Division. And that's what they did, you know. Um, they're still going to this day and they got someone in, like, whether it be from the sound crew or, or an artist or someone from marketing, whatever. Um, getting someone in for the podcast like this would be great to have those kind of views, you know. Um, what uh what time is it there in uh, where are they at where are they at ukraine. i can't remember right now ukraine yeah, ukraine time now reasonable time reasonable time like yeah it's good time right five six 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 so, six yeah, six thirty four p.m we my, could get we could get uh what's her name to join us sometime i'm uh, sure we could talk to we uh, could talk to uh damn it man i haven't talked to her in forever what's her name <laughs> uh, the blonde girl level. Cirilla, yeah, yeah we can get Cirilla, we can get we can get Cirilla to join us. I bet she would do it. I bet she would. Uh, that'd be great. I've spoken to the Diamond as well, so they definitely know about the podcast. So um, yeah, that'd be great if we can get it on in the future. That'd be awesome. Um, okay, kind of moving on to the gear because we're like we're into the last half hour already. We still got a few gear pieces to go, and I do like to talk about um, uh, the music competition if we can. Um, so destroy. Uh, we've talked about toxic again. I think it's kind of in the destroy. Um, segment now if you're going to go with poison you're going to go with someone that has a five percent poison and not a two percent and not a 2.5 percent and that's built into the character and so that basically nullifies the poison at 2.5 percent right guys like do you guys use the poison set at all uh, very, very early game very early game there's some uses for it like to kill the dragon uh with you know one commons or uh you know rares but yeah not really for end game i think well, even I, I think game. i farmed it yeah. i farmed it early game right because i didn't have a good poisoner but back then it was really there wasn't anywhere near the amount of good poisons that there are now right so you know there wasn't like the frozen banshee rare sort of champions around or um you know cult brawlers it, pretty much if you didn't pull yourself a still skull or a juliana yeah you needed to find a way to do more poison uh you know if you're only using a kale so I did farm a bit early on, but nowadays I don't really feel like it's got much of a place. Um, apart from, you know, like Colbury said, if, if you're really struggling to to take down something like the dragon. Yeah. Um, but even I then, think that I should think, be our next challenge. Mm. I think our next challenge should be to kill dragon with only poisons from poison set. Like no max HP champions, no cold hearts, no royal guards, no nothing else. Only taking a team that, that has poison gear on and we kill the dragon with just poison i love that by the way with rares that, that means you're all gonna have to spend two weeks farming for toxic gear because none of you have got any oh all right so that's okay then that's all right it's fine yeah, yeah it's fine. I, I feel like we should do it just with um resist set um no. <laughs> <laughs> no problem let's do it oh mate um, Actually, yeah, I've got some toxic sets too. Okay. Yeah, everybody's got toxic. Oh, uh, unlucky Hades. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I literally, I don't even know if I got a single toxic piece. Start farming now, mate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, what if so someone mentioned in chat? What so we've got? Um, it's on two point five percent at the moment. We've got characters which have a five percent. Would it be beneficial to just up the percentages to like a seven percent or something like that, or is that just way too much? Of, of which one? Of, uh, of what now? The toxic. So the toxic is two point five percent, right? Um, players that have poison are generally have the, the good poison is five percent. Would buffing right. um, the toxic set to seven percent be too much? Or would over that... over the regular? Yeah, I think that would be a. 
hot. Yeah. Isn't it? If, if, even if we did it at 5% for a four-piece set, I don't feel it's that bad, and it would bring a lot to the, the clan table. boss, maybe. Yeah. Especially if you were doing a build where you could do with lifesteal. Uh, I mean, with a uh, leech. Yeah. And then you brought people in there with toxic set. I think that would be pretty insane at 5%. Uh, 5%. Yeah, well, mm. Did you just say so? Did you say two-piece, percent four-piece should be 5%? No, no. That'd be I, cool. No, like, it's a four-piece set for starters. Um, yeah, no, so, I, so my view was drop it down to a either two piece set gives you two and a half percent poison, and then if you push it to four piece set, you should get the full five percent poison. I like that. Like, so you could have a hybrid. You can even turn it to a two piece or a four piece. Yeah. So rather than because four pieces is a lot to get no additional stats. Yeah. For a two and a half percent poison, if if they pushed it so they actually made it a bit more worthwhile, so that you know if you're struggling because a lot of teams. I look at a lot of teams, and let's say you've got a Steel Skull. He doesn't do enough poison for the clan boss on his own, but he's a great champion. Yeah. So if you could get one more champion built in poison set to compensate that Steel Skull's not going to do enough, saves you having to bring in a completely different poisoner. So you still might have a utility-based champion or a healer or something like that, but they can actually lay decent level poisons. Mm. Then I feel like it's got a use. Or you know, your healer that's running through Dragon, if, he, if they can lay 5% poisons feels like they've got a use whereas two and a half percent is just wasting debuff space basically it's such a weak hit so i feel like they just need to have a bit of a rethink on that set and yeah push it to a two and a four do you think they could do that for many sets like have a two-piece option and a four-piece option it feels like it should be viable yeah or or some of them pull down to three piece like if, if you want destroy set to still be in the game Pull it down to a three-piece set. I don't know. They need to play around with it. They need, it's been in the game for, what, a year two, and two, two years months or something? Yeah. Really. Yeah. It, they just I need to reevaluate some of this stuff. Yeah, I think they should just add some sets on, um, on, you know, on the ring or amulet or banner so that you can use those to do, like, two four-set bonuses on your champion. Okay, so so you're on about um, adding the jewelry into these sets rather than just factions. You're giving this. I like that. Um, yeah, a way to to change it also. So like for the for the stuff that you already have, like put a, a buff, some kind of buff on them that uh, makes it like a plus one on lifesteal set, for example. That will make you uh, have so many different. Um, maybe use lifesteal set with, you know, uh, some kind of other set, or use uh, you know. So how about what if jewelry had um so on the jewelry bottom left hand corner you've got the the faction and the bottom right corner you've got the level what if above the the faction on the bottom left hand corner you had two additional squares and you could fuse two other gear pieces like uh, say poison for example into that ring to turn it to a poison ring um, those gear yeah, pieces would be destroyed but you would get the poison essence and turn your ring into a poison ring and you could do the same for the amulets and the, and the banners right what do you guys think of that cool. yeah. or, or similar to like you could get a different style of glyph that does the same thing for jewelry yeah. it's the same basically the same idea though yeah. um but you know you've got to get the right um level of glyph to go with that piece of item yeah i actually think that'd be really cool really cool idea as long as the buffs are relevant 
But yeah, I think that could be really cool. I mean, just making even jewelry like that unique to you, right? Because you might have this yeah. really amazing character, but you've gone a different way on the jewelry than other people, and you've wanted that character to do this or whatever. I think you're using other gear pieces. Maybe you're not using uh, the substats of the gear pieces. Maybe you're just using the set abilities and getting that ability from it. I think that could be really cool and add another dimension to the jewelry. You know, that could be great. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Definitely. Um, okay, so that's a good. So that's the toxic. Uh, On to the retaliation. Uh, so the retaliation is in everyone's favourite dungeon, as we found out tonight in the ice golem. Um, it is a twenty-five percent chance to counterattack when hit. Again, it's a four-piece turn. It can also be farmed in the campaign at Godfrey's Crossing. Um, but yeah, ice golem guys. Um, retaliation. We've kind of gone over this already. Um, I, I've been so blessed with counter-attack champions. Um, Valkyrie, two martyrs, three skull crushes. Like, I, I'm good for counter-attack. Retaliation hasn't even been on my radar one iota. Um, Cold Brew, used any retaliation before, or has it just been a hard pass from you? Um, I tried using it in some kind of setups. Use the retaliation and the... Uh, no, the lifesteal, the lifesteal mastery in the offense tree. Yep. I tried to use that in the spider as uh, for a tank. So, um, yeah, it didn't really work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Retaliation needs needs some kind of buff. Either make it the, the counter-attack much higher or give some sort of uh, way to lifesteal back also within that set. Not as strong as the lifesteal set, but um, just a way to buff it up a bit. Because uh, it's a four-piece set, so it's, it's well, not a two-piece. Four again, so, so maybe it's like two piece set. Yeah, twenty-five, four piece, four piece for 50. set. Yeah, yeah, or four piece set gives you life or something. I don't know, just something different. Because at the moment, someone said to me, uh, "Now that leech could be an option, what do you think about putting everybody in retaliation set if I don't have a counter attack champion?" Yeah, and I was like, "That's, that's interesting," but you just lose too many stats. Like right. to put someone in a four piece set that's not giving you, you know, a boosted speed or boosted defense or boosted accuracy, whatever it is. Yep. It, it, you just lose too many stats doing it. So at the moment, it's, it's a pointless set. Unless you're very early game with a Jizo. That's the, the only time I've ever used it, I think. I think I used it on a Jizo as well early game, to be fair. Um, but yeah, that was about it. Just I was so lucky to get a Valkyrie, and I never really looked back into retaliation. Even when I didn't have a Valkyrie, it was all about lifesteal and stuff, really. So um, mm. um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Stu, retaliation, sir. Retaliation is the one where you attack back, right? Uh, it's not on crit. Uh, is it on crit? Twenty-five percent chance to counterattack when hit. Yes. So yeah. I've used that on Skull Crown, and I still think I have one of my. I've, I've like two or three Skull Crowns, and I think one of them has it on there. The other one has Frenzy, so whenever she takes damage, she'll do her turn faster. Um, so yeah, anytime Skull Crown can attack back is amazing. Of course, you've got a fifty percent chance in your masteries when you take damage below the threshold. So. It's uh, I've got it on there. I do, I do. So you can use it. I mean, you can use it in an arena for anybody who wants to attack back. You put it on a mountain king. It's pretty, it's pretty hot. Give them more, more of a chance to attack back if they don't drop below the thresholds. It, it can work. It's not the best one to go after. I don't go out there and actively farm it, but, but I have used it. So for someone that has actively used it, would, would you be like interested in the, in the two four piece set bonuses of say twenty five and fifty percent? Would you find that interesting? Yeah, yeah. If they lowered it, if they if they made any of these set bonuses so you could make it more interchangeable with different things, yeah. so we could have more customization. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That would that would make the game. You know, any kind of layer of death into the game like this, 
would, would add to some fun for all of us, I think. So, uh, Captain Crash uh, from my chat, I love the idea. I don't know if it would work out or not, but so Longbeard has the ally attack, right? Why don't they change it from retaliation to ally attack? So, um, 25% chance to have ally attack when you are hit or something. So, you could have, like, the whole group just retaliate. I think that would be pretty interesting. Like, uh, I love that beard, for, uh, that, that Longbeard move as well. Um, if you could have that on a, on a set, that would be amazing. Hmm. Um, in my opinion, might yeah. be a bit OP. Mate, it would be <laughs> fun. It would be pretty crazy, but maybe, it would be fun. yeah, that'd be pretty nuts. So, so, well, yeah. it's all, honestly, they already need to bring they need to bring retribution and all the other counterattack in the support tree yeah. on the defensive tree. They need to bring those percentages down. It's already way too high. Fifty percent is way too high. People in arena get get just just crazy counterattack with with rotos or with anybody out there. Even skull crowns and back in the day when when mountain kings were used more often. Now with rotos, not so much. Yep. It was just insane to get these lucky counterattacks all the time. And yep. at fifty percent, it's not that lucky. It happens a lot. It really happens a lot. Um, okay, so, so I feel like that should be lowered. And then you could you could put in you know different percentages for artifacts and make it that you have to have those artifacts on to do what you used to do with your masteries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's kind just, of spread it, spread it out. It's just a, one, another one that sets that because yeah, because I've had the Valkyrie, I just never really looked into. But I should really um, have a little look and see what we can do. But it's just again four pieces. You're losing out on so much stuff. It's um, I would rather go a different route. But hey, hopefully, hopefully, because I know they're working on the tavern and upgrading the tavern and everything else. Um, hopefully, they've got some ideas with some of these gear, uh, gear pieces. Um, if they were to use like half the ideas that we've mentioned today, that would be amazing. You know. Um, Okay, so retaliation. Um, next on the list is fury. Um, damage increases as HP decreases. Hallowed halls and the fire knight. Um, I gotta say, guys, I I never ever used this set, um, not once. Um, so where where? That's fine. I've gone to the dragon. Stupid. That's probably why. So I do farm uh, the fire knight um, every now and then. It is quite a long farm. But Fury is just something that has never kind of been on my radar. Um, have any of you used Fury at all? Is that the one where you do more damage with less HP? Which one yes. is that? Yes. Um, yeah. uh, so it's a four-piece set. Damage increases as HP decreases. Yeah. There's a cap on that. It'll tell you if you're looking at that. If you're looking at the description of the artifacts, it'll tell you how much too. Do uh, I there? don't have any the artifacts. So I'm in the fire knight. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hit upgrade. When you upgrade artifacts and hit the little icon there that says artifact upgrade, it'll tell you the specifics. And I think it goes up to an additional 20%, 30%. Let me find it really quick. Oh, but it's not... To, yeah, I see what you mean. Yep. It's not insanely high. I think it's... See, I, yeah. never, I never knew that was in the game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Literally, I've never seen where that is. I'm that on is. it right now, if you guys are Wait. there. Did you see it? Go go to Upgrade yeah. an Artifact. Yeah, so I was just about to show chat as well. So yeah, you go to that Upgrade Artifact. Like Stu mentioned, you hit get that to that icon. section, hit the Artifact icon. I've shown chat this as well. Not only do you get to see all the stats that go onto your, oh, yeah, um, yeah. your, your weapons and jewelry, but there are many other useful information down here as well. Um, and yeah, down here is... Uh, the set bonuses and it does tell you as well uh, stacks up to 25% so you do 25% additional damage with 5% for every 10% loss right so what you just the max you get is additional at 50% HP loss yeah yeah right so at 50% HP loss we're getting 25% additional damage you know this might be good on an unkillable team comp yeah maybe but I don't know I've used it on an umbral before umbral who gains more damage Right. 
anyway as uh, as she gains as she loses health. So mm. she's kind of got this inbuilt into her passive, and she goes unkillable and and kind of provokes a whole team. Yeah. So she can kick out some crazy damage anyway. Uh, I've used Fury Set on her, which was quite fun. But again, you, you lose a lot of stats to do it, right? <laughs> uh, she needs accuracy. She needs um, speed. She needs crit, crit damage. It's very hard to get all of the stats you need when you're putting on one of these sort of sets, especially if you're trying to compete at any sort of decent level. That's the problem. Uh, that's the problem with all of these four-piece sets. They just... I think I feel like they've pushed it too high with four pieces because you just lose out on too many stats. If that was two pieces only, the amount of people that would try that out would be ridiculous. That would be on so many um, sections, I think, especially for your glass cannons and stuff. Um, skull crown, skull crown, oh, yeah, skull crowns, yeah. unkillables. That would be really. Or even cool. if they moved all of the four pieces, which aren't used, which yep. is most of them, right? Yeah. Even if they moved them all to three piece, so that you could put two a combination of two of these sets on. Yeah, I feel like they become viable all of a sudden. Like at the moment, most of them are not. Well, like we mentioned with the jewelry as well. You could, if you could fuse them into the jewelry as well, that's another set basically in the jewelry, um, and that could be pretty cool. So you could have your your unkillables, uh, like your skull crusher or whatever, uh, and then obviously you've got an infused ring with a bit of fury, so he does that extra mm. bit more damage. I think that could be really interesting, you know, um, and that brings diversity to everyone's builds also, you know. Yeah, um, I really like that idea with the jewellery, actually. I think that would be really cool. Um, I don't know how much coding that would take. Um, but, yeah. That would, I, I'm sure I it's only a couple of lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Sold. That's it. That's I'm the good. case with everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I love that response. Uh, Mad Capper had a good idea in here. Some of those words, all these ideas that I've talked about before where you should get one arena point for getting a loss and where you should get all these other things that I've ever talked about from games, yeah. they're all from other games that are out there, right? They know these ideas. They know they're out there. So Mad Capper said they should have an ability, ability or an artifact that nullifies passives. And they do. They have that in Summoner's Wars. They have it out there. It's called Oblivion in Summoner's Wars. And you do. You nullify the person's passive. So you could go in there and you could hit Torment with a debuff for two turns. And then it nullifies his passive. So you don't even have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. That is definitely what the game is missing. It is missing that. And they know that. They know these games have that. I just don't know what's going on. Why uh, Why they're not in here. I don't know. Yeah. Seven Deadly Sins have, has a different kind of thing with food as well. Where you can eat uh, different types of food, it gives you different buffs that can help you either in PvP, help you with farming, helps you, um, helps you like basically everywhere in the game. So, for example, they have something like that gives you double points when you do PvP, or they have uh, something that makes you um, get double loot from when you do boss battles. So they could add that in the game as well. God, so many good ideas from you guys today, huh? I like, I like it. Um, I, okay, so. Kind of the next one, kind of on the list, and the list is getting shorter. I doubt we'll finish the whole list so far, but we'll see. Um, curing, um, again, another four-piece set, ten percent bonus hill. You can farm it in Brimstone Path and Fire Knight's Castle. Uh, again, curing is another set which is 
something I haven't really tried out is the okay. So finite for starters is a very tough um, dungeon to get farming. Right, um, it takes you a while to get your characters up to speed um, and to be able to farm that finite. Um, and even then, like you know, you you're focusing on other gear pieces. Um, curing hasn't jumped on my radar again, guys. Have any of you guys used it? Or Hades, have you? Did you even know it existed? It existed because it's the first one I sell all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the first one I look out for to sell. Okay. Um, uh, e, e, it's the worst piece, worst set piece in the game, isn't it? Okay, so is there a worse one? Well, destroy is pretty bad. Yeah, I reckon they're on a par. I reckon those two like go go for lunches together because they never <laughs> get used anywhere. So. Okay. It's like chilling, chilling in a cafe somewhere. So what could we do to help out the curing set? I mean, if you're going to keep it in its similar sort of form, it just needs to be massively stacked up, doesn't it? Like 10% heal. Is it 10%? Adds 10% bonus heal to all healing skills used by the wearer. Note, this only works on heals cast by the wearer of the set, not on heals the wearer receives unless cast by the wearer. Um, so yeah. Do you know? Do you guys know if that works on passives? So someone like a Cfi passively heals. Does that buff the heal? Um, do we know? Okay. Well, you can look at, again. You can look at it from that. Uh, I think if you look at it in there in the details of it. Yeah. First off, it doesn't work on regeneration. It only works on straight up heals. So okay. it won't do any effect to regeneration. And again, it's multiplicative. So if you're healing for thirty percent of your heal, and you get an additional ten percent, it's only going to take you to thirty-three percent heal so bad, it just it? doesn't it, it doesn't add enough and it's a four piece set i believe so right is it yeah, four piece, four set? piece yeah. yeah yeah so it doesn't add enough for you to warrant ever using that piece ever i've i've never ever put that set on anybody in since i played this game in a year just the bin yeah. straight in the bin that one literally yeah. I, I does i don't even look at the stats it's straight in the bin cold brew what would you do to the curing set buddy um have you even tried well, to build someone with it, or is it just straight in a no, bin? No, never try. I always try to look at the substats when I get an item because uh, you never know if you get like three cool substats on an epic or a legendary. Yeah. There might be some uses of broken sets for like royal guards and cold hearts, but uh, yeah, if it doesn't have a good role, um, it's just gonna be in the bin. I'm seeing a lot of challenges for you guys in the future. Honestly. <laughs> I, I, uh, this is going to be interesting. Can you imagine to do the challenge with with uh, Fury, Curing, Destroy, all the sets that no one wants to use? Like, oh, oh. we'd have to farm it. We'd have to farm we'll it. Have to. Well, you I can have, have you can have a pool of like the six of the worst gear sets, and you'd have like a week to farm whichever ones you wanted to, and then you just do the just challenge. From campaign. The just yeah. from campaign, just from campaign, man. Well, that'll be it. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Uh, I'm down. I'll be watching that. That'd be great. Okay, so uh, one more while we still have the time. Um, immunity. Okay, so probably one of the, the better sets in the Fire Knights Castle, if you guys haven't checked it out. Um, so immunity is just... Well, kind of, it's, it's so important later on in the game and uh, to help you also your um, your nukers, your glass cannons um, get to stay alive a little bit longer and to, to make sure they get their guaranteed hits in. Um, I'm surely that some of you guys have been using immunity quite a lot, I'm guessing. <clears throat> in arena. In arena, right. In-game arena, platinum arena, it's, it's all over the place. So you've got your arbiter for your speed boost, and then you've got your other three in immunity artifacts with as much speed as you can get. That's yep. basically what all platinum arena is about. Unless you're lucky enough to have a hegemon, you can try to counter it with that and maybe get a lucky lockout on arbiter. 
yeah. and do some massive damage. But really, pretty much for the most part of all top Platinum Arena is your speed boost and then everybody in immunity sets to make sure that you know you counteract a torment or whatever else out there. So yeah, that's uh, Platinum's pretty boring right now. I feel, but it's all about just the champions. Really, not about the immunity artifacts. Those were a long time coming. Yeah. Once Torment came out, immunity artifacts were all over the place. We knew that was going to happen. But, uh, yeah, so they're great. They're a great farm uh, so, for that in general. Yeah, so, and actually a useful practical set. Um, so, yeah, okay. Well, it's been like five set pieces that we talked about that's actually been useful. So I'm actually surprised that <laughs> we actually got one. Cold Brew, like, have you even used much immunity at all? Use it anywhere else or just in Arena? Uh, just arena. Yeah. Doesn't fit really much anywhere else than arena. Mm. Maybe, maybe you know the faction wars when you reach the boss, uh, it can help Whoa. you know to 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 resist the the first wave of his hits. But yeah, honestly, if it wasn't so hard to get, say it was in dragons and we could farm it in dragons right away, or say it was in even better, say it was in a campaign because it gives you three turns of immunity, which is a really long time. And yeah. summoners wars they do a two piece set for a one turn immunity, which makes actually a better balance for arena because then you can do other sets along with that two piece set. Yeah. And I've always I've always been been complaining to the devs to make it a one turn for for two piece, but we have it for three turns. If you could get it early game and do it for dragons, so when those Terrells try to give you a decreased defense, yep. and then those Hordens follow in, every wave, every time you zone in, you get it for three turns. So it could actually be really good for people early game if they had access to it. But unfortunately, you you just don't. With being at Fire Knight, you really don't have access to it for a really long time. Uh, right. Uh, anything else to add on immunity? I've just got a point which is a bit of a bugbear for me. I hate that people can clear your immunity. Like right. if, if I'm <laughs> if I've got somebody in immunity set and I've I've like I've passed up all of those good stats to make sure that I've got someone in immunity set. I hate that you can just have someone like a yeah. Madame Cerise or a Ray just come in and just say, you know what, first turn, I'm clearing all that fast. off. Yeah. Yeah, I think, not I think that's more... not everyone's got 350 speed, you know, there should be a, a, a counter to speed and immunity should be a good counter to speed. But again, actually, though, it's not... yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. That would be really cool if it was not removable. But again, that goes back to champions not being balanced and all those other ones that I, I you know, I've done a video with champions that aren't balanced that have too many moves in one. Like those are multiple champions could have those moves. Ray should not be able to remove debuffs and also freeze you and do massive damage. That's something that two different champions should do. You shouldn't have one person that can come in and just clear everything that people have and then CC, crowd control them. That's way too much on an ability. Just like Seer shouldn't, Madam Seer shouldn't do the same thing. She should only do remove all buffs and then either decrease defense or decrease attack, not both. Yep. It's just, it goes back to balance. And and Ray should not do that. Ray should not remove everything and 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 freeze you. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it just much. doesn't make sense. It's too much. And, and that goes completely back to balancing. Okay, well, that, well, that's me. And Colby, you got anything to and, add on immunity, are. mate? Um, no, not really. Okay, no, yeah, I, I, yeah. the others haven't said. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's something that I really do drastically need to start farming more of, honestly. Um, but yeah, the only place I would use it is, is arena, like you mentioned. I'm not really like kind of pushing hard in arena. I'm, I'm kind of content on my gold four team, like. Uh, so it is what it is, but yeah, immunity is very strong. I don't think Ray should be able to do that either. I mean, you got immunity for a reason, right? So be immune. Um, so yeah, okay. So 
We do have three more to go about tonight, uh, but we will add those on to next week. Um, so I just want to kind of talk about, like, a- as players, as content creators, um, you guys have been playing the game for a long time now. Um, what is, like, your favorite area of the game or activity um, within this game? Let's start with Cold Brew. Like, where do you, where can you not wait to farm? Like, what event can you not wait to turn up? Like, what do you really enjoy doing in this game? Uh, that's a tough question because uh, it really depends where I'm at currently at that time. Right. But uh, I don't know. I don't mind. Maybe the dragon, dragon yeah. event. It's always cool to farm that because I always need something from a dragon. Yep. But there's no re- event that makes me go, you know, crazy. <laughs> uh, so personally, uh, it's a spider for me. Um, I went over a year without, without having the characters to do spider pretty much. And then I managed to get all those characters needed to nuke spider 20. And God, that was so satisfying. And um, so I'm literally taking, I'm literally bullying the spider now at any given moment just because I can. Um, I, I love spider events and tournaments jumping up and on, on in there and yeah spider is generally great fun for me now and I really do enjoy it and I can't wait for those tournaments um, Stu, Hades, where are your favourite areas in the game? What do you guys like to do? Hello <laughs> Hades, you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, oh, hey, before we go into that, though, I really, I think, Hades, don't you think we should talk to the devs and, and, and Cold Brew, everybody? We should talk to them about what if we change immunity artifacts to a four-piece, but for a one turn, but it is, it's, it's, uh, what would be the word? Like, you can't take it off. Yeah, totally immune. Yeah, that? like, totally immune, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so what if we did that? What if it was only for one turn, though, not three turns, because three turns would be way too much. But then that would that give. first turn, it, yeah. Yeah, and you're and you're sacrificing a four piece, but then it would change the meta, right? You'd be able to come in there with a little bit of tankier team, a little slower team to where you're gonna have a setup afterwards. And I think it would switch up, and that's the thing with the games like this. Usually they come in and try to switch up the meta and stuff, besides just giving us a Rodos or a Torment. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, do as well. I do as well. We just need access to those people, right? It's um in a gun. So, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No more beer for that <laughs> man. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, sure they can't wait to come on now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, okay. I mean, back to your back to your question. So for yeah. me, I I still really enjoy trying to push my limits, right. and not necessarily in one particular area of the game. Yeah. So I. Every time something new drops or, you know, I get new champions, I'm all about min-maxing gear, trying to get my best possible key on clan boss. Clan boss is probably my most fun part of the game, I think, yeah. that I really push myself in. But equally, you know, I'll try and build teams that are faster in dungeons or, you know, recently I've been having tons of fun with Faction Wars because I started doing a series on it. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, actually, if I'm going to do a series, I need to be able to beat this stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I've started to get 21s pretty much most days I'm, I'm getting a new level 21 cleared and that's actually good fun because it's it's hard it's still hard and you know you need the right teams yesterday i was on undead i had two rotors in my team originally thinking i'm going to cruise this and i couldn't beat it i ended up putting in a seducer and um that's what i'm talking about else. you know seduce yeah seducer and nephro i think and i cleared it i did i couldn't do it with the rotors it, it wasn't right for the dungeon so that type of having to think about what I'm doing is what I enjoy. And um, yeah, I've been having more fun with it recently. 
That's amazing, man. Um, Sue, what do you enjoy doing in the game, buddy? Apart just, from stocking up uh, on your silver. Yeah. yeah, I guess my favorite things are just doing dungeons and um, any kind of new content we get like that. Faction Wars is fine as well. I just don't like the redundance of Faction Wars. I think when you three-star, you should be able to flash it, you know, just immediately the next day, hit, hit give me my rewards. That way you don't have to keep, you know, going through the motion of doing it. And I think that's the only thing in the game I would like it to where you could just immediately complete it once you've three-started. Once you've three-started, then you can just come in and hotkey it the next day and you're done with it. You get your rewards. Because doing it all the time, same thing with Clan Boss. That's why I'm not a big fan of Clan Boss. And and I don't know. I guess my favorite thing is dungeons, though. Going through dungeons with uncommons, rares, less used champions, trying to make things work. You know, that, that to me is the fun part of the game. That's awesome, man. Okay, well... Uh... Well, we've literally flown past our two hours already. We're all in two hours, two minutes. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone in chat that's been here since the beginning. It's great to have all oh, you guys. Um, so, yeah, let's... Uh, let's uh, so, Hell Hades, what are you up to this week? And where can people find you at? Still going to be crunching through the Faction more content. Yep. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do pretty much five different videos a week on that for the next few weeks until I get the, the factions cleared out. So that's that. <laughs> Do you so sleep, sir? Oh my god! I sleep down then. I sleep down then. But yeah, okay. but I'm, I'm streaming five nights a week. Um, so you can catch through on my Twitch. And yeah, there's always a video popping around. Uh, all you got to do is turn YouTube on. I'm sure I'm there. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's that's amazing. Uh, Cold Brew, what are you up to this week, man? Where can people find you? Um, yeah, I'm also started streaming a bit more than usual, at least like two or three times a week. Nice. Also a video every, uh, at least once, once every other day. And yeah, the usual until something up comes, something new comes up from Plarium, you know. Any special videos coming out this week that you're quite proud of that you want people to stay tuned for? Uh, not really. Not really, <laughs> but I have some. <laughs> I have some in my, uh, oh, no. in my, I have some ideas in my head. Okay, well, I can't wait to see what you got out, man. That would be good to see. Um, okay, so go check out Cold Brew on YouTube and on Twitch. And Mr. Stu Gaming, sir, what are you up to this week? Where can people find you? They can find me on Call of Duty Activision. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there beasting it up on Domination, which I'm going to do after this stream, and like I did today and last night. And I put up a Call of Duty video on my channel. So go watch that. Support my Call of Duty career. That's what I'm going to fall back on, everybody. That's it. Falling back on my Call of Duty career. So please support that. But, you know, Raid Chat Legends, I'll just be doing my normal thing, dreaming when I can, popping shards, doing videos, having some fun, drinking some beers. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you very much to everyone tuning in. Uh, you know, this has been amazing. The podcast is growing uh, each week, and that's all down to you guys showing your support. Um, so make sure you go and jump onto these guys' channels. Go and hit that follow button. Go and hit subscribe. Go get those numbers up. It's great to have you all here. Uh, this has been uh, Shadow Legends Assemble, Episode 4. Um, this is the Shadow Legends, and we'll see you guys next week. All right? Um, so thank all you very right. much and we'll see you all later guys take care stay safe thanks bud have a good one